Welcome back to the Lost Joystick Network, episode 13. I am your host, Mike, joined as always with my co-host, Jay. Jay, what are we doing here? What up? I don't know why I just said that like I was a stoner from like the 80s. I love how I ask you a question and you don't answer it. What are we doing here? We're actually uh, doing a podcast for the first time in six months. That's well. Welcome back, everybody. And if you're one of the one people, how many... Oh, we got three people on here. Yeah, uh, watching. Hi, we're we're live, and we do have a guest here. Michael will uh, introduce him as he yes. makes a bunch of noise with his beer cans. The impeccable Maddie Ice of the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast, world renowned podcast host and video game aficionado. Thank you, uh, thank you for having me on the show tonight, guys. I Thanks for coming. It. The door is right there. Yeah, I will definitely. I got to use be... my right hand so people can see. The door is right there. I'll we definitely... had him on for the hair. I'll be leaving soon. Amazing we had him hair. on for we the had amazing him on hair. For the hair yes. My hair looks like I got like I shaved half of my head right now. It's the lighting. I definitely <laughs> look at over here. I didn't do that. Same thing, man. Mine got... looks like I shaved all of. Wait, we yeah, should. Well. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So to Jay's point, we have uh, we've been gone for a couple months. Last time we recorded, it was the middle of June. And uh, we posted that episode last, well, 10 days ago, I think we posted it. And uh, we almost pitched it, but we decided to keep it because I thought it was pretty good. And come to find out, people actually liked it, which I don't understand or believe. Well, but, I, mean, I don't know if people people listened to it. I don't know if they pe- liked it. People is plural for at least two. I can name two people who liked it. Other than me and you? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I love that show. It was fucking amazing. Thank you. Thank you. What, what game were you guys talking about again? Dragon Warrior. Oh, Dra- yeah, yeah, Dra- yeah, or yeah, Dragon, Dragon Accountant. So. Dragon Accountant? Yeah, Dragon Accountant. Dragon Accountant. You know, I gotta be honest. So I like your, um, I like the, uh, the review scores that you do, like the, the graphic that you put up on the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you guys dogged that game. That game got absolutely <laughs> the most average scores I've ever seen anyone say for Dragon War. Can I ask it's, you a question? It surprised me. Well, when was the last time you played that game? Uh, it was not that long ago, actually. Yeah. Um, Mark... Did you? So, so I got uh, I got the Nintendo TV, yes. And the first game I played on it was Mike Tyson's Punch Out because that's the first game that you need to play on it. It's kind of a gimme. Anything. Uh, the second game was Dragon Warrior because Mark's like, dude, dude, you need to play this game. This is my favorite, one of my favorite NES games. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I played it for like two hours straight. And then never picked it back up again. Yeah. But. So you got about 3% through it, is what <laughs> but, you're telling me. But from what I played, it was pretty cool. I like the game, okay? The game is good. And we, we're not here to, like, talk about that game, but I will say. Thou shalt must. That, that game is a, like, it is literally the definition of a grind. So you had not yeah. even hit the part where you're like, okay, I'm level 14, and I cannot go to the castle until I'm at least, like, level 22. And oh, you just have man. to go grind and you, it's, it's like, I, I even said it, I, you fall asleep playing it sometimes. It's, it's like this game that, um, is, it's just too long. If there was less grinding, it would be, I would have gotten a much better score. So I, um, like you said, can't talk about last week's game like this. Um, no, you can I'm curious. Do whatever you want. Uh, last question about it. What was your guys' score for that game going into it? And then what was the score afterwards? I uh, I think my score was actually mine went in mine was my remembrance of it yeah from when I was a kid okay and okay. I liked the game but it wasn't my favorite because when I and I I don't remember if I talked about this or not but when um I played it when I was a kid I wasn't big into those like 
when Zelda 2 came out and it was more of like Dragon Warrior, I was like, ah, I don't, I can't stand it. And okay. I was barely hanging on to Zelda when I was a kid, to be honest. Right. Like, I, I have a better appreciation for RPG style games now than I did when I was a kid. Okay. See, mine was more of a, I just wanted that instant gratification. I wanted to get from A to B and be done with it. Are you done? No. He asked me a question. Yeah, well, you just, I'm want, you just keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, just wanted to give you the new lineup for the Matty Ice and Jay Hale podcast. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. Go ahead, Mike. Get your own space. <laughs> Have fun. Damn it. God damn it, it's all his. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding around, obviously. Uh, I think that my personal thoughts on that game are very similar. I probably would have, had I just used like nostalgia-tinted glasses, had said, oh, 3.54, something like that. Like I would have given it like an above-average type score. And then I went and played it. And I was like, oh, my God. Like it's just, there's, some of it is quaint, but a lot of it is very cumbersome. Like yeah. it's, it's the original JRPG, so it's like, I want to go down the stairs. Okay, well, now I got to go to the menu, and I got to hit stairs. Oh, those aren't stairs. Oh, okay. Well, well no, I want to use an item. Well, here's your list of items. Well, the one I want's at the very end of the list, so I got to go dee, 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 okay. all the way down to the key, and then use the key. So, it's just cumbersome. You know what I mean? And I would say I think I I, th I looked and I, I gave it a 3. I would have probably given it a 3.5 or 4 had I not done that. So it didn't lose that It much. wasn't that bad. It, and it's not like 3 is not that bad. It's it, it was a good game that I enjoyed, but it was I can't go back to it all the time. I yeah. enjoy playing it, but it's like, you know, it's you just can't, you know, I don't have that much time. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of our discussion too was about when we were younger. So how that when we graded it, we were basing it off then not now. Okay. Where I think we have the true appreciation and realistic piece that that was the number one RPG game, right? So I mean that's 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 the grandfather of them all. Yeah. So anyway, that's that was all I was curious about with the Dragon Warrior. No, no, that's no problem. Good question. Excellent question. Welcome. By the way, uh, I'm dude. I'm just happy to be here. I you know I can't just I just can't get enough podcasting. I know. I gotta find other people to do podcasts. Yeah, shit. He dude, begged he was us doing for one three yesterday weeks. for like three hours. Yeah, I know. Please let me on your podcast. I, he said. I still lost fucking NFL Blitz at the end of it. God, you suck. I'm Did so you bad at that, dude. I I beat one. I beat Mark once, and uh, it was when absolutely no one was watching. <laughs> like zero people were tell, watching. Tell Mark, he's listening. I know you're not, but if Mark's out there, I'm ready for his reptile. Tell him to come and get it. He I'm can sure he can try and cheese me all he wants in Ultimate Mortal Kombat three. I well, can't wait for it. Well, I'm I'll ready. tell you, there's a pretty cool arcade that uh, has that very arcade machine. Noah's arcade. Uh, that would be Crazy Quarters arcade oh. in Bay City, Michigan. Well, so we'll you get to all that. There. Yeah, we'll get but to all that. Start your show. Don't let me do tell. Why so do you much. why do you bring up Crazy Quarters, which is a fantastic arcade? <laughs> <laughs> he hates me here. I just, you need to understand. He hates me. Well, is this part, so you guys are probably going to talk about, I did get to see these. We're going to talk about our week slash month, and that yeah. was the last oh, was thing that, that we did. Yeah, so. I, got, I got to see these fine gentlemen uh, not that long ago. So you guys tell me about what's been new in life for you. No, that's all right. We just have about two and a half months worth of stuff to get caught up on, but let's talk about Sunday. Yeah, you hey, guys. Go ahead. No, all you please. Have, all you have on here at the end is just where to contact I us. I didn't have to put it on there. It's on his shirt. And the next game. <laughs> uh, and uh, Andy, shout out to Andy. He's a big fan of the show. He is a oh. big fan of the Thrillino thrill show. You don't know this? No. Oh, come on. Sorry, Andy. It's Bone Storm. 
Oh, yeah. Buy me Bone Storm to go to hell. Yeah, my favorite actor. We have a lot to talk about. I know that that episode came out before you were born. Okay, yeah, I know. but we Some, still have a lot to talk. Sometimes about. Sometimes my Thank age you, does show. Yeah, well, it's, it is right now. Anyway, so yeah. So we should probably act professional since we really do have somebody listening now and watching. Now he's gone. I'm trying. Okay, yeah, cool. he left. Yeah, we're, done. Left. we're back to one. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, what do you want to talk about? I mean, go ahead. It's your no, show. No, I just I, <laughs> I I thought it was. Aren't I the co-host? I got like a goddamn fucking Bible here for an outline. Anyway, all right, we do. So we're prepared. Well, we can talk about Sunday. Fine, talk about it. We can talk about. No, we, go we, ahead. No, we'll get to the rest. We'll get to the rest. I'm in like a domestic dispute right now. <laughs> You're in the middle. Let's you, yeah, the you guys need to work it's your fault. Shit out. You should have never wore that shirt. I know. Well, well, tell me about your guys' Sunday, because you tried to come into my store and fuck with me. I want to know. I want to tell know them the, the lead, story. I want to know the lead up and then the end of the night after that. So the best part to that was Mike. Well, Mike actually texts me and says, "Hey, what are you doing on Sunday?" And of course, I was in between jobs because I left my previous job, started my new job today. Congrats, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> nice And one, I was like, well, yeah. I'm jobless for the weekend, so I got nothing. Yeah. And he goes, well, do you want to go up to Saginaw with me and fuck with Matt and Mark? That I was said, your idea. Sure. Oh, I know, clearly. It was but your he, idea. He started the wheels going. Before we get any further, I want to talk a little bit about what Andy said oh, here. Okay, hold on. What, what we got, Andy? We're going to derail. Andy said, I'm looking for a new video game related podcast. The last one turned into a D&D podcast somehow. Oh, <laughs> dude, you are in the right place. Yeah. You D&D showed up in the right can spot, Andy. Suck it. Yeah. No one can read. Okay. No one No one reads anymore. We all only type. Yeah, I know. No one reads. That's a good point. Okay. Fuck so, you, yeah, Jay, Jay had this idea that he's like, Matt doesn't know what I look like. They do store stories on their show. I'm going to go in there and be a dickhead customer and, like, be insistent about something. And right? I still wasn't the fucking store story on Monday. It didn't make the cut. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you guys didn't even. There was, like, fucking 15 Dude, ones. To be fair. Got some old lady bleeding to death. And To be fair. That was a solid store stories. To, it was. to be fair, that, that lineup was legit. So was the, the fact that our failed attempt at trolling you didn't make the cut is should not be any surprise to anybody Dude, the he-man uh umd was kind of hype like i was actually excited that you brought that in i'm not gonna lie <laughs> so the so, story is yeah yeah i said jay's like what can we do he's like why don't i tr- like, take something in cheap that and then i'll ask for a bunch of money for it and i'll insist that it's worth all this money i'm like that's a good idea so i had gone to a store in cincinnati where i'd picked up like a bunch like a guy had the guy had like xbox games for a dollar and two dollars including like the Star Wars Tetris pack in. I was like, okay, for a buck, I'll buy a complete Xbox game. I don't even care what it is. And then I bought the He-Man uh, PSP uh, UMD disc, right? It was the first season of He-Man or whatever it was, like whatever. It was a dollar. So I'm like, okay, take these things. And then you, you were like, I'm going to ask for like 50 bucks. Oh, and the dollar stickers are still on the package. Yes, like he the, never took them off. On the spine of these things, they still have the stickers of how much they cost, right? So I'm like, these things are super cheap. Nobody wants this stuff. We go to take it into the store. Jay goes in first, and he's like, all right, just come in in a few minutes. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm going to wait and like let, 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 let it all kind of brew and simmer. So I come in. I'm like, oh, hey, Matt. And, like, he has no idea that it's Jay because he's never seen Jay before, right? This is, like, the second time we've actually physically seen each other. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, yeah. And I didn't, like, uh, you have a very recognizable voice. But on the show, it's something that kind of happens with mine, too, is the bass really picks up. 
Yes. So when you came in the store, I didn't even fucking recognize it. And of course, yeah. I went up a little bit when you were talking to me. I was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so then, he, yeah, off. Jay texts me. I didn't realize that. I just come in, like, I waited, like, as long as I could wait in the car. I'm like, okay, I got to go in there. I got to go in there. I was just, like, watching the clock. I'm like, 1138. That's when I'll go in. It's three minutes from right now. I was like, three minutes, plenty of time to start. I've seen Jay start shit in three seconds. So three minutes is plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I go in there. Jay's not even being helped yet. There's some clown there that, like, I don't even know what was going on with the customers that were in this store that day. Oh they were God. terrifying. So then I walk in, and I start talking and pretend like I don't know who Jay is. I walk to the back, and I'm, like, hiding in the back, like, behind the counter, waiting for this, like, uh, waiting for this exchange to happen. And, and then, of course, Connor, Mike's son, was with us. I was waiting. I see them, and I'm like, oh, crap. So I go down an aisle. Yeah. Because I'm afraid Connor's going to walk like, up to oh, me and be like, oh, hey, Jay, what's up? He can and never remember like, anybody's uh. name, but that'll be the time he's like, it's Jay, your podcast <laughs> buddy. And I'll be like, god damn it, Connor. You son of a bitch. You foiled it. You've ruined me. But uh, so then I, then go ahead, Jay. You tell the rest of the story. Oh, so I walk up to the counter, Matt. You know, of course, at that point, he's done helping, and he, you know, hey, man, what can I do for you? And, I was like, I got a couple <laughs> things I want to trade in. He was like, oh, okay. And I started going right out of the gate. I'm like, yeah, I figured, you know, Netflix just came out with that new He-Man show, so I figured it's probably be worth a few bucks. And, of course, he posed up, and it was worth way so more than funny, we thought it was going to yeah. be. The funny part is you were going to go in and say, give me $50 cash for these two pieces of shit. Like, they say a yeah. dollar each literally on them. I want $50. Insistent. And then, you know, like the first thing he does is pulls it up and it's like, this thing sells for like 30 bucks. And I'm like, what? And then before I even get any farther than that, three weeks ago for a dollar. Matt, Matt, you know, because at this point, Mike's there and he's kind of standing back off to the side. So he finally gets a minute where he can talk to Mike and Matt's turns to, I, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, Matt. I think it was Matt. Yeah. Matt turns to him name. and was like, hey, can you help this guy out? You know, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to step away for a second. And as soon as he does that, I'm just like, so then I immediately I look at Matt and I'm like, nah, I'm good. And he was like, excuse me? Like super confused. And I'm like, I'm Jay. And then he's still like, okay, congratulations. You're Jay. <laughs> and I'm like, nice. I'm here with Mike. And he was, oh. Yeah. yeah. The last guy that just left tell us told us about how he yeah, cut his, himself. His name was Bob too. Like, mm. no, he was like, I cut mm. myself. And then the other Matt's like, you shouldn't do that. And it's like. I don't care that your name's Jay. There's a million Jays. Why are you talking? Oh, I see your friends, Mike. Yeah, yeah man. There. That was, uh, you guys came into a shit storm of a morning. It was a terrible, sure. t- it was terrible timing. Oh, good so, Lord. There's so many people there. And we had, that was the busiest Sunday I've worked in a long time. And well, yeah, because we came in right after open. I fucking hate working Sundays. That's my one day I'm like, mm, no, no thank you. Yeah. And I've worked a ton of them lately. So that's anyway, one thing getting out of the retail game. Yeah. I would have, but you, you totally could have kept that going though, because Matt, uh, it would have been interesting to be like to have Matt call me over like, "Hey man, I can't get anywhere fucking close to what this guy wants." Like, well, this guy's off his fucking rocker. That's why. So, that was just the beginning of the day. Yeah. Right. Yes. From there. Oh, we from went, there we went over to. We, well, we, Mike ended up buying some things at. I did. We'll get into that in the collecting part. Yeah. But. I went. We went over to Game On. They were closed. Oh yeah, that's okay. right. So then I'm like, well, let me check their Facebook page. Maybe they're just opening late, or or whatever it is. No, nothing. So then, twelve hours later, in the middle of the night, they post a thing. We're gonna be closed on Sunday and Monday. And I'm like, 
Where, yeah, Mike where sends were you to me, 12 hours ago? Yeah, you sent like, me a text. He t- sent me a text with like a screen grab of yeah, like midnight. them that, yeah, we're closed for the Labor Day yeah, weekend. They just posted it four minutes ago. I'm like, well, no shit. I, I know that. I've yeah. known that for 12 hours now. Thanks for nothing. Yeah. So then uh, we went over to One Up and uh, saw Ian and uh, Mr. He's the pinball wizard. Mr. Modest. I said, I heard you're quite the pinball, pinball guy. And he's like, oh, he's I've like, been I'm lucky okay. a couple times. Oh, dude, that guy's amazing. Yeah, pinball. he's going to win the league, is what he said. Yeah, so. he's right there. Yeah. So. for him. But, uh, and then we went over to Crazy Quarters and saw Joe over at Crazy Quarters, and we spent... It's funny because we, we said, there. you know, Matt and Mark sent us over, and they were like, who? Yeah, they, like he's like, <laughs> Matt who? And I'm like, from the podcast, oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck and you, then, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a well, feeling he doesn't listen to us. To tell you Just the truth, it. he was like, if you see Matt, tell him not to come back. Yeah. Okay. Like, Sponsorship's like, done. We don't want to know. No, that we'll anymore. keep sponsoring him. I just don't want to see him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we spent a bunch of time there. And honestly, it was funny because that's basically what Jay and I did 25 years ago. Like, we, that's how we spent our time together. We'd either play video games at home. Or we'd go to the arcade and play games. If you're old, listen to this. Yeah. Just remember Tilt, that was in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. Or Aladdin's, Aladdin's Castle, which was a little bit later. Or American Entertainment. American Family Entertainment, AFE. Yep. There was a bunch of them. Did you guys have Pocket Change at all? Because we had Tilt and then we had Pocket Change. I don't remember Pocket Change at all. No, it went from uh, Tilt shut down in our mall, and then it was probably about a year or so, and then Aladdin's Castle opened up. Yeah. And Aladdin's originally was like... Kind of a legit arcade, but then it turned into like a tickets. carnival game. Yeah, it was a bunch place. of tickets and That's bullshit. how Tilt and Pocket Change were. They had like a couple, you know, like the House of the Dead, Time Crisis type stuff. And yeah. It was all just bullshit. Yeah. So the thing I really liked about that place was, I, first of all, it was fantastic. They had, a, they had a lot of great things. But I told Jay, I said, there are literally two things here. Like, I just got, and we'll talk about it in the collecting part as well, my first arcade cabinet. But there are like three on my like you know, list that I really want to get. And it, two of them were there. One was Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, okay? And the other, I'm not a pinball guy, but the Whirlwind Pinball. I want Whirlwind Pinball because... just Is it because of the... the I, no, well, partially, but I... Where I grew up, there was, a, there was a convenience store on the corner. Like, I could walk to it, right? I would walk to that convenience store, and they had it there. And I remember vividly playing it, and it was hot, and it would be like the fan would blow on me. It like, looks like rain. And I'm like... It just, I was like, I, I, I have to get one of these at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, I'm going to have to buy one of these. Yeah. So it was really cool. And they were great. And, you know, Connor had a ball. He didn't want to leave. And it was just, it was a good, it was a good environment. That's so awesome. definitely want to go back. He wants to go back. And I know, uh, you know, I'll probably, we were talking about coming up and, you know, taking over the pinball league. You guys should. Ooh. I mean, they're doing another. Um... Well, I don't know when with their new work schedule. Pinball was a blast, but I'm we not good. good. The Dude, Arabian Nights pinball was awesome. Oh, by that's way. yeah, that's my yeah, favorite that one was machine fun. there. It's that so one in South Park, cool. I played a lot. There was a Alien one too, like some weird 3D. I can't remember what it was. I played oh, that a couple oh, times. Oh, Attack from Mars or Revenge from Mars? Yes. Yeah, I that hate was... that fucking game because really? I'm so bad at it. I but have fun with it. It's weird, man. I was pretty bad at it. too. It's like a three quarter size machine. And I guess the whole point of that machine is you can um, you can lift up the board and change it out with other games. So oh. that was the whole design yeah, thing. It was modular. It was, yeah, modular. Yeah, exactly. And it's really cool. Uh, Attack from Mars, the thing that uh, the sequel or the prequel to that rather is steamers. my favorite. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite machine. So Dude, you said steamers. I brought back some memories. Have you been there before? I have, unfortunately. I worked in Saginaw for years. Oh, wow. So I worked up there for years. So I worked with a bunch of dudes that lived in Saginaw. So we go all over on Hamilton. 
don't get me wrong. Like, I love that bar. That bar is a dive bar. <laughs> oh, my God. That pinball machine was barely holding on, but it was still, it still played fucking great. <laughs> Other than it was lit by, like, a candle or something. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> what did you say? Like, it had, like, a clip-on, like, reading light? It was literally light? one of those huge, like vice grip clamps yep. on the other pinball machine with a fucking light <laughs> that's shown down on the on the mothership. Yeah. It has like a shop light when you go to a like repair shop that it's pulls a, down. Dude, it's literally exactly yeah, it's just, what it's just it was. Like a, yeah, it's like a retractable cord. It was amazing. I, I took a video of it too. I'll have to. Yeah, let's check that out. So, all right. Well, now we got to get caught up. We got to get caught up for the last dude, we 10 got weeks. a lot to get caught I'm up. I'm going to try, try and make it as quick as possible here. Okay. So, Matt, you're not leaving anytime soon. First but. things first. Well, I think we're going to do this in oldest to newest, other than the fact that we started with the absolute newest. Yeah, well. Yeah. Thanks for driving that home. No problem. Um, I, in, the I last ep- in the last episode, I talked about how we were gonna. I was going to go to Video Game Summit in Villa Park outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Went out there with a retro game enthusiast, Robbie, 8-Bit Supremacy from Instagram. Um, I met Matteo, uh, 1989, Matt, uh, just great guy. Uh, I met, uh, actually, uh, Sean, uh, the winner of our contest, came out. Oh, yeah. So we had a contest where we had a giveaway. Sean won it, and then he wound up he was coming to the show, so we wound up giving him a nice little gift basket of, of things. And Apparently and, our giveaway yeah. sucked because he's not on our live stream. No, he probably doesn't know about it because we haven't publicized it in any way. And even oh, if yeah. you did publicize it, we were only an hour late. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. So, hey, 40 minutes. Wait, All right. Hey, send me that link so I can put it on our stuff because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's not there. Like, nobody knows we're live because... No one follows our Facebook page, <laughs> and it's not on Instagram Here, right I now. Got you. you guys go through that. No. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, I met uh, Milwaukee Retro Gamer, who's a huge collector. Dude, this guy's collection is ridiculous. Like, he's obviously probably been doing it since, you know, we were your age. You know what I mean? And and uh, a number of other people. I met a guy, um, Sam, really nice guy. He um, has something I want, so we'll talk about that in collecting as well. And, you know, it was just a good time. I, I set up next to John, a retro game enthusiast. He We, we shared two eight-foot tables. We had power to the booth. And, you know, it was just a good time. Like, I brought my little, like, I like to set things up. I like it to be fun. I want it to be, like, an interactive thing. So I bring, like, a portable, um, like, a little portable VCR TV, like a little CRT. You know, I brought consoles, hooked them up to TVs, brought a little PVM with me, that kind of stuff. And uh, so I had the wizard playing on VHS on this little TV. And I'm telling you right now, I could, yeah, we got to get that thing hung up, by the way. The, if, for those not looking, or people listening to this later, I have a, a small print of the, it's an original print of the wizard poster that needs to go up in the background here. So It's amazing. But I could have probably sold that tape 30 times that day. If I'd have had 30 The Wizards on VHS, I would have sold every one of them. Got one over there? Well, that one's not for sale. That's the one that I took that people tried to buy constantly. If people change their mind, or people are interested if it's for sale and didn't hear you say it's not for sale, they can just just let me know. Yeah, let Jay know, because yeah, he has a know. stockpile of them. No, I not don't. mine, I'm, though. No, I'm just giving it Stop looking over at it. Okay. Stop. Don't look at it. All right. Or Lords of Thunder, either. I had a guy try and buy that tape, too. I brought that one with me. It was just sitting in the back behind the table, and the guy goes, how much is the Lords of Thunder tape? And I was like, yeah, that thing's not for sale. Yeah, just hold it up. It looks better than my face. It's, well, that's not true. Fred Savage is no Matt Mace. Okay. So, told you we're nicer than Mark. It's, yeah. I hope you're listening, Mark. <laughs> you're gonna fight that guy. No, I actually I can't wait to meet Mark. I have a feeling I'm gonna. Mark's visit. great. He's you, either gonna stab me but, or we're gonna be no, like BFFs. You guys will, you so, guys will get along great. So 
had a great time, didn't bring a whole lot with me. I brought enough to fill up like an eight foot table and I literally sold like 90% of what I took, except the only things I did not sell were the things that our friend Kyle from Retro Replayed provided that he was like, hey, if you can sell these, sell them. And I was like, okay, his things were the only things that did not sell. Boxed Mario Party. It like, was all good price stuff. No, it, it was all like... well-priced, and it was nice things, but nobody bought his... It was really weird, so I gave him it back. But but yeah, I barely <laughs> bought anything. I bought a copy of Pitfall 2 in the box. I bought... Well, that's not that one. That's no. the fussy one. Um, that's really only one of the very few fussy games I actually have. I that's bought... That's one, thank you very much. Jewel Master, I think I got in a trade. I got a I got Mighty Final Fight for the NES, but it had like the um heat herpes that you get on NES t- t- like uh, cartridges oh, yeah, yeah, where you yeah, get yeah. the bubbles. So I actually yeah. wound up trading that recently, and uh, yeah, I didn't really buy a whole lot at the show. Like it was really, <laughs> it's what it is. So, but we had a great time. I made a bunch of money, sold basically everything I brought. Uh, got to hang with Robbie. Got to hang with uh, John and his wife Kasha. Uh, so what does that say? Hold on. Low power. Almost as if you aren't oh, plugged in. Not. Hold on one second. We're, one still, we're still ironing the bugs out. Yeah, of yeah. This. You got unplugged when I Okay, over. now that that guy's not fucking talking anymore. Hey, what's how up? About, how about you, Jay? I'm, I'm good. How are you? What's up? Uh, Nothing, what's, man. What's uh, new with you, man? Nothing. <laughs> I had some stuff, but I don't remember. Oh, now. he's back. He's okay. long Hey, guys, what are we talking about? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Just making sure everything's So, good. anyway, I says to Mabel, I says. Uh, so, anyway, that was in the middle of July. Got to meet Sean, our contest winner. Great guy. I He wound up. Jay provided some Iron Maiden stuff and then some like little Mario Legos, right? Yes. And then uh, Mario and Luigi and John gave him a cool. gave him some stuff off of his table. He had a whole s- spread of freaking Famicom games. It was nuts, man. He had probably brought a thousand games with him. Shit. And then I, it was funny because he's like, "Man, you brought so little, and I brought so much." And I'm like, "He goes, but we made like the same amount of money at the end." And I'm like, "But my shit was like, I sold one one hundred dollar thing, and you sold a hundred one dollar thing." So. Yeah. But yeah, Sean Sean picked up some stuff from him as part of the prize, and then I, I was I wasn't sure what I was going to give him. How's it going? Sorry, over there? I'm showing him some stuff from yeah, yeah. John. So, yeah. I uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to give him, and I had a loose copy of uh, Bloodlines for Genesis for like eighty bucks. So I offered it to him, and at a severe discount was what I did. So yeah, he's got some cool stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Let me know when you're finished. I was just talking about John. I'll, John's just, talk, great I'll just talk to the gray wall. We stopped listening to you like 10 minutes okay. ago. So, go so anyway, then the next thing we did. <laughs> I've been completely zoned out. I'm just thinking about that Wizard VHS tape, honestly. It's it's, right it's, it's haunting you. Five bucks, dude. Five bucks. You can't tell him that for five bucks. Can I just start playing this Castlevania game up here? If you want. No. Bam, bam, bam. There. Oh, look at that. Hold it's on. Beautiful. I'll put it right. I'll put it here so I don't, nobody touches it. That, what did I just say? What did I... <sighs> Matt. Okay, that's fine. That is acceptable. Matt, you got to find But that poster's going up. I think it's going to go up right where that control <laughs> deck is. So anyway, it's very weird to watch myself do something in the live stream. And also... Moments after I've done it. Yeah, it's because we're stupid and I <laughs> anyway, changed okay. the delay, but that's my fault. Yeah, Whatever. we'll fix that. So the next thing I did, you were also a part of. So we had really cool Comic-Con. At the Dort Federal Credit Union Event Center, whatever the hell longest name of any place ever around here is. <laughs> yeah. But that was uh, first week of August. It was about a month ago. And uh, I helped Kyle from Retro. He had never done a show like that before. So he and Zach and our friend Brian all, you know, kind of helped Kyle with a couple of tables. And it was put on by Media Reload, which is your employer. Um, you know, Matt's opinions tonight are not those of Media Reload. No, they, Although, they fully support my opinion and yeah. everything that I say. Yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, they're the ones that put the show on. And, um, you know, it was a great time, man. You were on the booth kind of uh, directly across from us. Kyle had a fucking great time and got to hang out with you. You did a cosplay from? Ghosts of Tsushima. I was uh, uh, the ghost Jin. Yes. And you look great. And, yeah, my nose is still bruised from wearing that fucking mask. <laughs> Dude, I could not. I I kept up with that thing for as long as I could. But it was so painful at the end of it. I, I should have put in, like, a little... Cotton indentation thing. or yeah. something yeah. something something anything. but but it was a great show the turnout was amazing i was shocked and like media myself and maybe one other person were selling video games it was a lot of comics it was a lot of uh action figures and stuff like that and i get it's comic-con but i was i was actually shocked there were less people selling games they have any famous people there uh yeah what's his name was there uh we had Corin nimick was there parker lewis and the dude from stargate yeah. parker lewis do tell what does that mean? Nothing. What are you getting at? Nothing. I'll bring. You know what I need to do, Jay? What? I can't see Jay. I need to look at him. Whoa, Easy God. now. Easy. What I need to do is bring that autographed picture of, of old Coronimic Parker Lewis. It needs to go up in here. Oh uh, yeah. And then I'll print a picture of my senior picture. I'll print that and put them next to each other, and you'll just, be like, "Oh, I see." Just so you guys know, and Mike and I are probably the only two that are old enough to remember Parker Lewis can't lose. I don't know if you remember. Do you know he, that friend. show was off the air before he was born? Oh, good lord! Um, but uh, <laughs> it, it ended in, in 1993. Mike in the 90s, his hair looked. In, I don't think it was on purpose, but he looked exactly like Parker Lewis. So I had the hair before the show. He stole it, which was I. I wouldn't say humorous. he stole it from me. I'm just gonna say I did have it before it was on television. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll show you a picture later because I don't have time to pull it up. I, right I do remember seeing you. Oh, like, that's with, right. You had like your senior photo next to like. Well, somebody room. drug me over there. Somebody's like, "You got to go over there and talk to him and show him." And I'm like, "I don't want to get into all this. Like, I don't want to bother anybody with a story yeah. about what I looked like 30 years ago." But he was <laughs> like, into, nobody like, cares. He was into it. Yeah, he was fine. It was yeah. fine. So anyway, but same same outcome, man. Took a bunch of stuff to the show. I sold a huge majority of what I took with me. You know what I mean? Like er, almost everything and I Kyle took, sold nothing. No, actually, Kyle. No. <laughs> so the funny part this time was Kyle actually sold a bunch of stuff. I sold a bunch of stuff. Brian brought stuff and sold nothing. But I can't help it that Brian's stuff is trash. That's different. <laughs> you, Brian. Anyway, yeah, yeah, exactly. Get bent. But uh, but anyway, so we had a fantastic time. Definitely gonna do it again next year. Um, very regardless of and they got some pretty good things planned man i sat down with mark and and uh mike one of the promoter guys and we kind of came up with like you know who would who would be a good guest or whatever and talked about all that stuff and like ideas and it was it's going to be really good it's going to be it's gonna be a two-day show next time it's gonna be big so definitely man. uh you know come on out man they might have like my i wouldn't be surprised if there's gonna be a cosplay contest with a cash prize there's a lot of stuff that they talked about. I don't want to talk about it too much because I'm not really, yeah. it's not my business, but it's it's very interesting. So it'll be fun. Every person that went there had a good time. That was the that was the main the, thing that I noticed was everyone was just having a good time. The only people who did not were like two vendors. And they're just like old guys who are insane. Well, they were that like, was it. Yeah, they were like shitbag vendors that will definitely not be invited again yeah. next year. But in general, like literally every person I talked to, Connor had a fantastic time. Every person that came that was Kyle's friend, every person that I saw that came, like my friend Todd, it, like it was just like everybody was like, this is amazing. It was really, I was shocked how many people were there. There were way more people at that than there were at that thing I went to in Chicago. Way more. Yeah. So yeah, kind of the last thing I want to do before we get to, so we can get totally caught up here, right? Is before we get into collecting, which will also be a catch-up note, is if you're watching the live stream right now, we've built the studio out, right? So we are live streaming the show now. It will be on 
Facebook Live and Twitch and potentially YouTube at some point. Matt, can I ask what is so funny about all that? Nothing. Not okay. at all. Nothing Good. at all. It's Good. definitely not a comment from my partner in crime. Oh. The best co-host on the internet. This set looks crazy familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Many sets look the same, sir. And you know what's just even... so you know, we uh, are actually in Matt's basement. We're yeah, not yeah, in yeah, our yeah, studio. Yeah, exactly. actually in Flint. You know what's scarily <laughs> accurate about that is the fact that you and I have literally the same haircut. Yeah, it's really weird. And again, I had mine first, so yeah, sorry. And I don't know who I would look like. Uh, definitely not. Mark, how the, you doing, buddy? The bald stuff, you know, you guys rock it out. We're the Wish version of the Matty Ice and Marky Mark podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no. no. So no, I, you guys got to give yourself more credit. Than that. <laughs> I don't deserve it, but uh, but no, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for noticing that, Mark. Hey, Mark's uh, just we, got great taste in hair. So we that's tried all I can to say we tried to think of another way we could design a set. And came up with nothing. No. Yeah, they, uh, we, this stuff has already kind of all been planned for a long time, and then it's all whatever. So anyway. Uh, yeah. So I, I approved it, Mark. It's all good. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Matt's on the job, everybody. All the, all the trademark stuff, copyrights, nothing's, yeah. nothing's been done. Likeness rights have all been signed off, and exactly. you'll get your check. We're good. I'll get you some credit at Crazy Quarters. There we go. That's <laughs> so, all we need, right? That's all you need. So are we... Uh, we ready to get into you know, the collecting? Uh, real quick, since Mark is watching or listening or whatever he's going to do for a few minutes before he gets annoyed with us and gets leaves. But... It's like the most recent Bill and Ted movie. <laughs> <laughs> you mean but, uh, Ted, I actually Theodore, Logan, and William S. Preston Esquire? <laughs> was uh, talking to Mike earlier today about stealing some of your guys' intro songs and oh. just throwing them in, not telling you, and just being like, oh, yeah, we came up with a couple new segments since we're oh, yeah, just live yeah, streaming yeah. now. Hey, hey, Jay. Wouldn't it have been funny if we did that? Wouldn't that have been fucking hilarious? Instead of bringing it up it. and telling him, just doing it, wouldn't that have been much funnier? I didn't know you did it. <laughs> yeah, I know. What was that? That's the. Uh, is that the decade of... Oh, what song is that? Play it again, Mike. You know this. You, you quizzed me on it. Mark quizzed me on it. Yeah, that's the... That's gotta be the... It's the April O'Neil signing oh, off. It's, it's Channel the Six news thing. Turtles in Time. Everybody hates that segment so much that I just kind of like block it out. I hate it because you're on it, but it's not that bad otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of worse ones. I love that you fucking added that in there. <laughs> I was amazing. so ready to do it, and he brought it up know. first. Yeah. I had no idea. It's fucking news, Matt. Come on. <laughs> it's fucking news, man. Come on. I know. Get I don't good. even know my own fucking Do you have any news? Show. You got any news for the show? Uh, yeah, actually. So, uh, no, I don't. Okay. I, I used it yesterday, and it was <laughs> I was scraping the fucking bottom of the barrel for it. All right. So we're actually going to do our collecting segment. You ready? All right. Yeah, All I'm right. not going to go over anything until you give me, like... You ready? You tell me what to say for You're good now. Because apparently now. I'm fucking everything up. No, on you're this good episode. now. You're good. We just talked, like, Jay and I talked about all this stuff, but I did not confirm with him that I did any of it. So now he's just like, hey, we were going to do this thing. Well, and yeah, I'm we like, talked, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it earlier, and he was like, I can't remember which one that is. I have to listen to it. I, and you left, and, and I dug I it left all up. And I did dig it all up. sound as prepared as we are when we do our show. I, this is like Eon's more that. prepared than we are normally. I don't appreciate that. Well, Mike is always prepared. I never am. Yeah. I'm normally reading the notes as we're going. My favorite part is it is five pages of notes, and we have not made it through one-third of the first page. <laughs> I'm trying to get to collecting, you and it's not going to happen. You okay. absolutely made the mistake. All right, all right, all right. On the show. You ready? We do have a new segment. This is our segment. 
Yep, but we got to figure out when we're going to drop that part in. I think I don't think we can just throw it in. So you ready? Well, it's time for a collecting update. So. Bob. I should have used it. As the kids say, it slaps. You, you guys can have this one. Thanks. I'll, I'll let you have a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. You're so gracious and magnanimous. Yeah, I, know. I, I try. Hey, Matt, do me a favor. Give me what I got! That's okay, it. Matt. This is your segment, Jay. Go. That's your soundbite. I don't know. I'm just screwing around. You had the first note on here. Let's get it. Yeah, get okay. With it, man. All right. Come so on. here we go. You're the only person that collects in here. Yeah, apparently. This thing is literally all you. Yeah. It always because, is. Well, because he doesn't write to any notes. <laughs> I don't write any notes. <laughs> what I am I supposed to do? Write, write for Jay? I can't write for Jay. Mark does for me every week. Yeah, well, he's a much better co-host, apparently. Maybe you should be more like Mark. I'm sorry, Jay. Hey, I got the hair. I just need glasses. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, well, I can, you can borrow mine. I need glasses. Oh, my God. A fucking amazing wit. Here oh we go. God. Here we go. <laughs> so guess what? Guess what happened in the last 10 weeks of, of non-show? Of non-show? I got... My games back from Wada. Jay picked one that is not one of the ones that I got. <laughs> he sent this in, but I did pitfall. get him back, and it's a graded to seven point five. Yeah, that is not one of the ones. Millions. So, wow, we got to talk about a lot of stuff here because I got my grades back, and even since then, I've sold something that I got back. As we all know, this is all part of the saga in my attempt to acquire a city events, which is now apparently going to become a caravan across the country once I have found the person to purchase it from because, Matt, you have said you want to join. Jay, you have said you want to join. Yeah, it depends. Okay, well, then there'll be Come more on. room in the car because Jason wants to go, and somebody else told me they wanted to go too. So it's going to be like four dudes in the car driving around going to buy a stadium event. Oh, that sounds like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> sounds very interesting. You, you're the one who signed up, motherfucker. I can't fucking wait. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be taking videos the whole time. So, so basically. I'm not fucking driving. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll hire a driver. Yeah, yeah. We'll all be drunk. So I'm going to give you the quick rundown of the games that I had graded and the grades I got and then what's happened. And let me tell you something I really care about, Mike. Another it's game? It's gaming. Let me tell you this. I don't care about graded games. I don't. Graded games to me are knickknacks, okay? They are not investments. They are not any of that crap. This stuff is for fun. They are trash, okay? They, look, look it. This is a complete in box Dragon Warrior 7.0. This is not sealed. This is not rare. It's better somebody, than rating I gave Somebody it. had this graded, okay? They paid $110 plus to get this game graded. That game is probably worth fifty to sixty dollars in the box. I paid one hundred and ten dollars for that. Great, and it, it is a game that I do love. Mm -hmm. I, I can be yeah. critical of things that I love. Same, same with Kid Icarus. According to your score, you do. Kid Icarus. <laughs> Kid Icarus. <laughs> thank you for that. Kid Icarus. That was a hundred bucks. That game complete is a hundred bucks. Yeah, well, look at the condition on it. It's fucking yes. horrible. Yes, I know. That's the whole point. Is my point is. Graded games do not have to be an investment. They do not have to be expensive. They can be decoration. They can be fun. They can be cheap if you want them to be. You just have to find the cheap ones. And they can be cheap of the things that you like. They do not have to be, okay, I sold the Super Mario Brothers for $2.x million. I bought fractional shares from Rally.com. <laughs> Fuck all that, okay? I'm sorry. Like, it's fine. Like, it's your money and it's your thing. Do whatever you want with it. But that's not how I collect stuff. And you'll find out very quickly why I did all this stuff. Right. Sent, sent four games into WADA. OK. 
Okay. I said it was Mike Tyson's punch out. They're all CIB. None of these were sealed. Complete box. Mike Tyson's punch out. Super Mario Brothers with a circle seal and a hang tab. It was a late release, like fourth or fifth print, something like that, with a TM. There's a lot of variables. I got the promotional Super Mario that was in very, very nice shape. And then I had a Super Mario Brothers 2. Grades were as follows. I'll go backwards. Mike Tyson's punch out sitting right there, 7.5. Which, if you ask me when I look at that thing, that thing's better than a 7.5. But I'm not the one that's a professional grader. Whatever, I don't give a shit. <laughs> that, one's, that one is... That one is staying on the shelf. That's right. not for sale. I, you know what? If there was one game I would get graded, it would probably be that because one. Because look at it. It's fucking cool, man. I'm sorry. The letter's in there. It's complete in box. It's a very nice... It's it's in the cellophane. Like, you don't find them looking like that very much. And yeah. I have three other copies of this game. I'm never going to get this game out of this box and play it. What's the fucking point? Okay, I have games that I... Have versions of mine play. So 7.5, keeping that one. I got a Super Mario Bros. 2 that got an 8.0, but the box was like a 9.0. That sucked because I really expected it to be higher. But I can go find better parts, resubmit it, and then I could sell it for a lot of money. No big deal, whatever. The Super Mario Brothers 6.0, I have not done anything with yet. But the Super Mario Brothers, that was the promotional one, the late release one, I got an 8.5 on that. Which, for an NES black box game, okay, that is 35 years old or whatever now, 30 plus years old, that's a pretty fucking good grade. Mm. So I had watched... Uh, an auction about two weeks ago on eBay, exact same game, exact same grade, except mine rated at an 8.5 and the manual is a 9.6. So like one of the subgrades was very high, which is great because if somebody wants to go part that out and take that piece, they can do it. And it just kind of gives it a little bit more value. One of those things sold for $6,000. This is a game that I paid $33 for three years ago. I paid $110 to get graded and I sold, I sold my copy just a few days ago, I sent you the thing. I sold that copy for $5,200. I'm not in the graded game market for anything other than to try and get stadium events. And this is how I will do it. Yeah. So people want to bitch and moan about graded games and this and that. They can be whatever you want. They don't have to be investments and they don't have to be fancy and they don't have to be this and that. They can be Kid Icarus 6.0 that sits on the shelf. And when you look on a fucking live stream, no one can tell that there's a rip here. There's a corner there or whatever it is. Or if you find a really nice copy of a game that there's three million of and someone wants to pay you five grand for it, let them. Let them. Yeah. And then you know what? Jason, love you. He, he Jason's converted because he's like, shit, I can go buy fucking Mark of the Wolves. I could have bought Mark of the Wolves. If I had found that and done it, I could have been done by now. Yeah. So it's it's I don't. I don't begrudge anybody who wants to collect things in that way or grade or that's how they collect. Everybody is different and it's their money and it's their thing and do whatever you want. But for me, the end game is to try and get stadium events and I'm well on my way because of this. So that's what that's about. I think it just, my main issue with it is there's, you see like the shift in collecting where you saw the shift from people going for like, you know, games that they care about. Like, they want the whole Mega Man set, like the whole Mega Man collection because mm -hmm. it's their favorite series. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to they want the complete collection for a system. Like, they want a complete 64 set or complete NES because it's their favorite system. kind of idiot would do something like that. Yeah, exactly. Especially 64. Yeah. Morons. Trash system. Um, and then people were like, well, there's five different variants of this specific game, so I need a complete variant set. So it gets that's it keeps, people in their mania though. I can't losing. keep I can't keep people from their mania. So yeah. I could sit there and say, "Well, you don't have a complete set because you don't have all these different variants of these different things." Who cares, man? It's not up to you to decide what I have. I define what I have. That's what I mean. Like when it comes to collecting, do what you want, and if people don't like it, they can suck a dick. I'm sorry, but I hate to be so crass, but it's like 
you don't define what I think is good to me. Like I'm, that's it's fair. that's just the way it is. That's so fair. that's and that's just I think the older I get, the more of that attitude I take with a lot of things in my life. Where I'm like, it's not your money, man. It's not mm. your stuff, and I don't care what you think of what I have or what I don't have. It's like, oh well. So anyway, hot take over. <laughs> What's up? That was a that was intense. Jade, you you fed in on it. I that, I've already you, I've learned. You buy anything? I, could, Jay? I mean, I could. We could talk WADA for hours. I still. Disagree. I don't want to. I, I don't want. But the part and part of it too is, and you know, I sent Mike some stuff the other day, and it, I don't know how much truth there was. We never spoken outside was, of work. Um, it was some. It was a couple. I, I saw two totally separate Reddit subreddits about collecting. And it's like people have gotten so fickle and shitty about it. It's almost disappointing. Like, I but don't they've always games. been that way. I don't collect games at all. And I know it's going to be across the board. But there was a couple people that posted emails that they had gotten from auctions on eBay where they had bid on something. One dude bid on like a GBA. And whatever he bid, the guy emailed him and was like, hey... These are going for this amount of money, which was more than what you're the guy, underselling the winning, it. Than what the, the guy, guy was the, complaining. Yeah. And the guy bid on it and won the auction. But then the, the auctioneer or, you know, whoever was selling it emailed the guy and was like or messaged the guy on, on eBay and was like, hey, I know you bought it for, you know, 80 bucks or I don't know what the price was. I know you bought it for 80 bucks, but they're going for like 150. So I think you should give me 150. And it's like, no, dude, that's not how it works. Yep. Yep. My my point is is that people like that have always existed and they will always exist whether the the games are $5 and they think they should be one or they are 500 and they think they should be one. It's always well, going to be that and, way or vice versa. And I guess even if you look at it from from a record perspective. So that's a little more close to home for me, I guess. So like Mike buys some records and he buys them for you buy them for the collecting value. Yeah. I buy Sometimes. them and it might be a three hundred dollar record, and I'm like, let's open this bitch up and play it. Yeah, depends. And it just, but and, it depends. But everybody's hey. and everybody's different with it. I'm that not copy of the wizard was sealed that. when I got it. Yeah, and I'm not. Not no more though, is it? But I'm not faulting you for that. That's just no. what you do. Sometimes and, I buy things as prospecting purchases because I know the record game, and I understand that this record will become expensive in a month or a week or six months or whatever it is. There, there are those purchases. And then there are other purchases I legitimately make to go, oh, I really like this band. I like this record. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. But I have a lot of records. And then it sits on the shelf. I never open it. And I'm like, well, why would I open it now? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's worth $100 open, not open. I might as well just sell it and get an open copy for $20. Right. But that and the so, other piece, too, is you have to look at it from a perspective of where. The value. So, well, it's not even that. So, like, you have six of them back here. Yeah. and. Most of them you bought for less than what it cost to have them graded anyway. Yes, a huge it's majority more of, of them. a novelty. Yes, you're not, and your end game isn't to get a nine point five water grade. Don't care. Game. It's to get stadium events. I said it on the last and it's episode. To get stadium events, literally. Yep. So the minute it comes home, yep, you're going to put it in the Nintendo and play it. Yep, exactly. And, the, and I said it on the last episode that this is a good example: the Dragon Warrior, or the Kid or Chris, hundred bucks or whatever. I have watched people spend, you know, $100 on much stupider things as decorations or things in your game room to say, okay, here's this cheesy, generic, hackneyed thing I found at this, you know, like big box store like Walmart, well, like a game over thing or whatever. Thing. But, right. Yeah, exactly. It's it's empty. Yeah, it's, it's empty. free. But, but the point <laughs> is, is that to me, this is a real game. This is something, this is the real artwork. It is the box of a game that I, that I do enjoy. And to me, it's just as much fun or as a presentation piece like that when I go. It's in a fancy <laughs> I've, case. I've had 10 copies of that game in my hands in the last six months. And I still have, I in this room, 
There's another one on the other side of there. There's this one. I have another one at home. Like, I have three. And I have a spare one that's for sale. Well, and I we just doing... gave you one that goes to Colin. Right, right. So my point is, if someone wants to put it and encase it in an acrylic tomb and put it up as a decoration, who the fuck cares? There's three million other copies or however many we said on the last episode. Two million copies of that game laying around. You want to go play it? Go play it. All right, I'm done. Hot takeover. I'm sorry. It's all right. So let's move on. Next next collecting update. So what else you got? What, what, what else you got? Well, if you look behind us, if you're watching the live stream, and I know the three of you are, and hi, we love you. And I do love some Dragon Warrior as well. I think Mark uh, is Mark. still on, but he's Mark just is. like. No, no. He just text, he just messaged us. Oh. He oh, does, he did. Yeah. yeah. So, I thought Mark was going to be like playing dra- like he's playing Dragon Warrior. He's like yeah. half awake. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You motherfuckers. Are I hate sleep. these wraiths so much. <laughs> they keep running. So I decided I was going to make like a subset because ever since I've kind of since I've pseudo completed the NES license loose set, I haven't really had like a goal. And when I don't have a goal, it's very becomes very aimless from a collecting perspective for me. So I'm like, what is my goal? So I was like going through as I decorated back here and I'm downtown and I don't want to like this is downtown. This is not at my house where all of my like NES like stuff is everything. That's why the backdrop is almost all VHS tapes, right? Relatively inexpensive stuff. Like I don't, if something were to happen, I, I don't want it to be the stuff I actually care about a great deal. So, but I do love the credit kit. Thank you. As he pulls out the credit kit, um, with the cool just flaps. Watched, just watched it the other night. Yeah. Actually. So, but ultimately, I decided what I would do is I started to go through all my VHS tapes, of, of which I realized I have many. Okay. Yep. Like on this Are wall sure? now. On this wall now, there's almost 500. Jesus. <laughs> that's terrifying, and that's there's boxes of them on the other side of this thing. But what I decided I was going to do is. I'm going to determine what NES games, there, what movies were made into NES games, right? And then I would start collecting that set of VHS tapes. And I already had, I figured I'm not, I don't have the exact number yet, but it's somewhere in the 70 to 80 range. And I already had like 50 of them. So, so you only had a few that you needed to really yeah, do then. Yeah, there aren't that many I have to go buy and I'm going to buy them. And, and then that's going to be like the top row is going to run all the way across with that stuff. So, um, so yeah, I started to collect... Uh, VHS movies of games that were released as NES games. So, yeah, that's a fun collection to it's go a, for. It's a neat, it's a neat subset. Um, and then I got my first arcade cabinet ever. Oh yeah, it was a, it was a big deal, man. It was pretty fucking cool when you texted everyone about it. <sighs> I don't like to like be like, hey, look at this thing I got, but this was like one I had to tell people oh, about. Yeah. So I'm sitting literally on the toilet <laughs> at home. I pull up Facebook Marketplace, and it's like. He's not doing anything. He was literally just sitting on the I wasn't even I wasn't even using the bathroom. I just no, like sitting was in the toilet. And everything, just sitting yeah, on it's it. like sitting on the toilet. So no. So I look at my phone and it says video game arcades, one hundred dollars. So everything okay over there? We're looking for crawl. Crawl. You have crawl on VHS? I do not have crawl. Go fuck yourself, Mark. No, I not yet. <laughs> I will certainly I've never run into crawl yet. I have to look in the boxes out there. I might have it out there, but I don't think I do. Oh, yeah. Those are not coming home with you. Was no. Samurai Showdown? Oh, yeah. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Open it up. Look at the tape. It's cool tape. So while he's opening that, let's go over. What so, yeah. So, yeah. So it has, it's it's an ad that says, Arc, video game arcades, $100, whatever it is. I'm like, all right, let me look at what this is. It's a fucking Neo Geo MVS. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then I look, posted six minutes ago in Flushing, where I live. I'm like, oh, my God. I messaged this lady. I'm like, listen. If this is available, I will come get it right now. I have cash. I'm not going to waste your time. And she goes, okay, but you're going to have to hurry. She messaged me back. I'm like, oh, my God. Good thing you weren't taking a shit or anything. You were just sitting on the toilet. Yeah, well, you know, 
That's as far as the viewers that's understand. A, that's a no wipe scenario. Yeah, that's like I gotta go, sweetie. So like, I I just pinched it off. Yeah, <laughs> do a clean cut. You guys, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any other turd jokes before no, I finish no, up my my like are we good? gigantically are we good? important so. thing that okay, happened good. to me? We're good. Okay, good. No, it's fine. I'm just kidding. But uh, so she's like, you're gonna have to come now because I got a lot of people that you know are 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 like banging down my door for this thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. I like literally live like two minutes away. Drive over there. She's like a mutual friend of friends. So her and her husband, her husband went to Swords Creek, actually knew Jay, like knows of Jay. And yeah. then like they they have mutual friends. I mean, how could you not know of Jay? He's on this fucking podcast. He walked man. into your store and you didn't know who he was, so. <laughs> I wanted to make it. Yeah, you walked right into that, so. All right, sorry. I was gonna say you'll have me on yours one day, and I was like, no, yeah, I don't think we'll be doing that. Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So anyway, I get there. It has World Heroes in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, so it has World Heroes in it. It works. <laughs> other than yeah, exactly. Other than the. Apparently, our host is slacking. Yeah, I'm slacking. Too busy complaining. I would go get it, but I can't. Busy talking about this goddamn collecting fucking segment. Yeah, I know the yeah, whole segment of it. Collecting. You got more shit on this segment than I got in my basement. It should be the mic segment. <laughs> go go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. Whenever you guys are ready, let me know. So MVS cabinet. Yep, I got one. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat. You've both how, played it. That's what I got. That's how I feel every time I talk with Mark about something. Like, yeah. Yeah, man, I'm super excited. Wanted one of these since Charlie. Oh, okay. Next segment. Yeah. You know, it's just an MVS. It's all right. I played it today. Yeah, it's cool. Fucking sweet. Yeah. So what did you end up getting with it? I mean, nothing. Yeah, it's just a just just a monitor, some just, controllers, just monitor, some controllers. Yep, it's upright. It's very heavy. It's very heavy. Yep, used to be a Robotron twenty eighty four. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you need to convert it. It was a converted. I might. I might. I mean, Neo Geo is cool, but I might get another cabin and stick it in there. So yeah, Mark's Mark's cracking up over here. I don't blame him. Yeah, this is good. Oh, you know what you need? You need an ultimate Ultimate Mortal Kombat three cabinet. Well, yeah. <laughs> It's on the list. Okay. If you know where I can get one, if Crazy Quarters ever wants to sell theirs, I'll take it. I'll let them know. Hey, can yeah, you guys let make know. that happen? Or? Yeah, 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 I'm sure I can. You're sponsored. We'll just go take it. They have this. <laughs> where weird... are you guys going? <laughs> just for market research. Don't worry. Yeah, I got I got a key and everything. Anyway, good. so yeah, I got the MVS. It's great. I went and bought a. I bought a couple of games. Like I got Samurai Showdown two, uh, Super Sidekicks three, and another one like MVS cards from a guy from uh, the Philippines. I think he shipped them from. Nice guy. I was like. Whoa! Like, where are you, Singapore? I can't remember Singapore. Something like his name was Tresblig or something. I forgot to look. But then uh, I went and ordered a one sixty one in one cart, so it's like kind of like an all in one. It's missing a couple of key titles, which is weird. But it has all the big ones, like all the Samurai Showdowns, all the King of Fighters, Garu Mark of the Wolves. It has a ton of great shooters, Street Hoop that you played. Um, you know, Puzzle Bobble, the Neo Bomberman, just a lot, lot of fun. So it's been a lot of fun. It's really cool having it in the garage. It's just cool, like, walking in there and, like, hearing the Neo Geo sound or, like, hearing, like, uh, Neo Turf Masters when the woman goes, I'm the green! I'm the green! <laughs> yeah. God, I so love that I game. love that game. So And it's actually accessible on the MVS, unlike the AES, which yeah. I'd have to sell you stadium events twice to get it. Yeah, you don't. No. God, so speaking game. of stadium events, good segue. So now. Thanks. I appreciate it. Right. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Wait, I mean, thank you. I'm not sure what I'm saying. <laughs> now we're now we're kind of to the stadium. This is the end of the collecting update, right? I sold the Super Mario Brothers for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I've, I went to the two shows, saved the money from that. 
I've got a couple other things I still want to get rid of. And then I met a you guy. Still have Pokemon. Still have the Pokemon Silver sitting if on the shelf. Anybody's looking for it. Yeah, Pokemon Silver 9.0 A+. Plus. He uh, will take $10 or... Six or Dairy Queen six coupons. Dairy coupons. Yeah. <laughs> 10 bucks or six Dairy Queen coupons. That is not true. Do not send me those things because you will not get the Pokemon Silver. <laughs> you will not get it. Just let me call up Colin real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah call Colin and Dairy. tell him to bring his fucking checkbook. <laughs> um, <laughs> or Dairy Queen no, coupons. No, no, no. It's IOU. Yeah, yeah, no, none of that. So I met a guy at VGS in Chicago that had stadium events. Sam, same guy I was talking about before. So the guy yeah. who my buddy Matteo was had drove in from Milwaukee. I hung out with him most of the day. Great guy. And Matteo was also doing a loose NES set. And Sam had Powerblade Two, and he had he had a pretty good price tag on it. But Matt had brought Matteo had brought some uh, some trade bait. So he's like, "Do you think he would like trade it for this and this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude." He goes, "Why well, didn't bring enough money?" And I'm like, "I have cash. Like I'm I've I've made a bunch of money today. Like if you need to borrow some money, no problem." He's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yes. Like, you need to get Powerblade 2. I had to ship mine in from fucking other side of Quebec. Like, like, let's go. So he goes over, talks to Sam. And, you know, Sam's a good guy. Younger guy, tall guy. Big Milwaukee Bucks fan. Him and both both him and Matteo were. And they had just won the championship right after that. Um, I think game six was the next night or something. So, uh, you know, the um, he he goes over, barters with him, buys it. You know, he's like, I need, I need to borrow 300 bucks. I'm like, no problem, here. And then he sends me the PayPal money, like, shortly after. Like, it was inconsequential. But super, super cool guy. And But Sam had just bought stadium events off of, like, Comic Connect or something like that for, like, $10,000. And I'm like, well, fuck, I wish I'd have known. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't have the money then. Yeah. I didn't have the games back. I was just getting the grades. Like, I got those grades when I was in Chicago. Finally knew what the grades were when I was in the middle of, you know, in the Chicago. So... So I, me- I messaged Sam and friended him on Facebook, and I'm like, look, dude, you ever go to get rid of stadium events, let me know. I'm definitely in the market. These are the things I have. I'm also selling some of these things. So, you know, Sam deals in a lot of high-end stuff. He had Sculptor's Cut, right? Yeah. He had a copy of Sculptor's Cut. He had Powerblade 2, crazy, you know, Kid Clown in Nightmare World. A lot of, lot of high-end, hard-to-find stuff. Like, he obviously kind of specializes in a lot of that. So now I'm, I'm going to collect all this money. I try to sell all this stuff, and then I'm going to go back to him and go, look, I'm, I'm ready to buy it if you're ready to sell. If you're not, I'll start talking to somebody else. Because he was kind of hemming and hawing. He's like, I spent so much money, and I just don't know if I want to keep it. And I'm like, let me know. Side note, he was the guy who my buddy Robbie, 8-Bit Supremacy, you know Robbie, you met him in Chicago, right? Went to Galloping Ghosts and all that with him. He's the guy that bought, Robbie bought one of his Panesian NES loose games, like the Bubble Bath Babes and all that. And he goes, it took me a year to get it. From him, not because not because he didn't want to sell it, just because I didn't see him and we wanted to do it in person or whatever it was. And he's like, so he's the perfect guy. Like Sam's gonna remember, and eventually he'll probably come to you and say he's ready to do it. So I'm like, cool. So now I just kind of am waiting it out, playing the waiting game, that type of thing. I love the journey to stadium events. You need to publish the adventure once you finally get it. Log all the games it took you to get it. Super cool. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. It has been quite a journey. And Somebody appreciates it. This this could be the NES quest that doesn't suck complete ass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This will be the good version. Yeah. But but ultimately, it has been a lot of fun, and it's been fun because I, I'm one of those people who's like, I'm always looking for like the path of least resistance to the thing, right? 
So that's when I was like, I hatched this idea that I would like, I see what's going on with these graded games and people are spending all this stupid money. Okay, maybe people are going to go, I can't afford to pay that much money because sealed games are out of my price range, but I could afford to maybe buy like a CIB nice one. And that's when I started like harvesting up all the nice stuff I could and and try to get it graded. And that would be how I kind of did it. So it's, it's worked so far. And, and I think it will work in the end. Like I just have to make sure I don't spend the money. <laughs> this is what we talked about on one of the shows. I don't like having the money because then it's money. It's not the thing. Like I can't go. Here's the Super Mario and the Pokemon Gold or whatever. No, or a silver. Dude, how many tacos can I buy with this? Yeah, you can buy a hundred tacos for a hundred dollars over a Taco Hut. Buy yeah. the the new chicken flatbread sandwich thing that came out. Dude, first of all, Matt, I haven't had your review. Yet. Don't be stealing my fucking ideas here, it's, guys. I'm not stealing any of your ideas. That's him. Look at him. Don't look what? at me. That's a motherfucker. What? We're here to... Fuck that chicken taco. The, I liked it. It was. I, mean, I haven't it, had it yet. It was good. It's just... Here's the deal. The most basic if you like, If you like the potato... So, like Just like Mark said, if you like the soft potato taco, which I do, the spiced potato taco, that sauce is the same thing they put on it. And they wrap mm-hmm. it in some weird-ass flatbread, right? Yeah. Amy loved it because Amy hates Taco Bell. So it might be my gateway to actually be able to go there every once in a while because Amy doesn't like Taco Bell, but she likes the spicy potato taco. And I said, "Sweetie, I've got, I, I saved this for you. Hi, let me let me show you something." And she, I've got just she the loved thing it. you need. She loved it. You guys may both question my beliefs right now, but I don't give a shit what Taco Bell comes out with until they bring the fucking Mexican pizza back. I forgot that they got rid of that. My my mom it's and dad would order that. The that was it's the sad. only thing that they would order that and. My dad specifically only ordered that when we were driving. So apparently the, it's an old person. The most How? impossible How? thing to eat while driving. Did they driving. also get a nachos bel grande while they were at it? <laughs> oh Can I get a wet burrito and some nachos? I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding you. We were doing 85 down the highway to Detroit one day. And he's like driving with one knee. He's like, get the fucking sauce packets out. I got <laughs> he's dude, you got it. he's cutting it with the spork. One of my one of my favorite stories ever when I first moved to Atlanta, this was like two thousand. I'm stuck in traffic in Atlanta and we're moving back. I look over and there's a person fucking reading a book, eating Chinese food off of a plate. And I'm like, what are you doing? No wonder there's so much traffic. You can't read a book and eat Chinese of all the food. It was not an egg roll. It was like some sort of low main or something. Like, what's happening? At least it wasn't like eating egg drop soup or something. Maybe, maybe maybe I didn't get there soon enough. Bowl. <laughs> I didn't, he he had already finished it. Yeah, He's right. like scooping. Anyway, He's going for the whole thing. So yeah, so that's that's the collecting update, right? And that's where I'm at. So, so now we still don't have Mexican pizza. We I don't still have, don't have state. If I want a chili cheese burrito, I got to go over to the K- oh, Kentucky Fried Taco. Yeah. Holler at Mark for that. You that you owe that man a lot. Uh, the chili cheese burrito. I don't owe that man shit because I came up with that name. So. The chili I, cheese burrito? You no, invented the chili Kentucky cheese burrito? Kentucky fried tacos. Oh, no, I meant the chili cheese burrito. Fuck I give a fuck burrito. about that taco. So I'm going to say this. Dude, number the chili one, cheese burrito is number two on my list. If you go to Mexican Canada, pizza, chili cheese burrito. you go to Canada, you can get it anywhere. They yeah. have chili cheese burritos everywhere. And if you go to the Taco Bell, the if you go to the Taco cheese. Bell on North Bend, yes, they do. You know why? Because it's the metric, metric system. You go to the t- you go to the Taco Bell on North Bend in in Hebron, Kentucky, just outside of Burlington and Florence, where I used to live. They have it. So every time I drop Connor off, I go down that road to get to the interstate, and I stop and I get four of them. We're gonna two for me what, and two for Jerry. Burritos? Yeah, I'll start bringing what? you some if you want. Uh, what we're gonna yeah, start I expect doing some next weekend if, yeah. if they're if they're open because every time I go there now it's like our system is down or we can't take credit cards and I'm like. 
You are such liars. Just give him a hundred and <laughs> tell him to give you like Just a case give the, of give me the chili cheese sauce. Just give I can me make the chili, it. the cheese. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going to create an app that specifically is made to find chili cheese burritos for you guys. Chilicheese.org. Yeah, there you go. That's a website that exists. That's is it existed really? For, I don't know if it's still around there, but it has existed for years. That's amazing. Go oh, take yeah. a look. Yeah, chilicheese.org. I think is what it was. I'm a, I'm a research <laughs> guy. <laughs> but you go to Canada, man. They got that, and they got Fry Supreme, which is awesome. It's not those bullshit nacho fries. We talked about this, I think. They're regular fries that they, if you were to like make nacho supreme, it's all the same stuff on fries. And oh, it's okay. fucking great, man. And I think we talked about this too. Other thing they got in Canada, you call, you, I, I'm sitting in a room with three pasty white dudes who are not exactly the slimmest guys you've ever seen. Correct. <laughs> you know what they got in Canada that they don't have here? Double Big Macs. Oh, you want to, you want to, I would fuck that up. Dude, we, we went, when I, I was hanging with my buddy Mike in Toronto, we went to the drive thru after like a show, and I'm like, what is a double Big Mac? He's like, it's a Big Mac with four patties of beef and like extra cheese. I'm like, <laughs> what? And you, and you call us Americans fat? Are you yeah, fucking kidding yeah, right? me? It's a fucking double Big Mac. I'm like, yeah, give me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I smashed this. It was the messiest, sloppiest Big Mac I ever had in my life. It's amazing. They'll make it for you here, I bet. Dude, you know that there was one time, uh, there's, yeah, this is gone off the rails at this point yeah it's all right this is we're happens. gonna get to the show topic gone, shortly bro. so and i'm gonna put it in the notes when the show topic actually starts because we are an hour in <laughs> chilicheese.com is gone it's gone or dot org, org. Dot org. okay dot net dot gov dot gov it could be um, dot co dot uk <laughs> if you want to find them so, in great britain so at one or point not so great britain mcdonald's did this like uh world series thing when they used to actually cool come up with cool um cool fucking like updates to their menu they did a single Big Mac, which was just one patty with Big Mac stuff. Then the double Big Mac, which I was just that. the regular one. And then they did triple Big Mac, which was um, wasn't three. it four patties? It was yeah, it was four patties. It was like two bun then two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. And then that. they did the triple one, and it was like, I think it was like eleven dollars. That fucker was expensive. And I tried one. Was it like that tall? It was that fuck. Like obviously the in the picture, it was probably like this tall. And then when you got it, it, it was like that falling down moment where it was like, it was like that big. Oh, but of course still, they give it to you. It's all like a sloppy yeah. mess. And yeah. And to be honest, it was fucking horrible. Like it wasn't good. I mean, it's, it's a triple Big Mac. Like it's exactly what you expect, would expect. But why, wouldn't, why couldn't you just order like a Big Mac with quarter pounder patties? Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's what you get. Maybe that's what you do. Or get a double quarter pounder with Big Macs on. Get rid of that useless piece of bread in the middle. Who needs that? Yeah, Don't look I, at me. I'm busy would, posting on Facebook. I would like more meat, please. <laughs> well, you're between two big chunks of it, baby. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so enough Big Mac. Anyway, uh, I think it's time we get to the actual show topic. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> oh, you can't hear it, Matt. I can tell. He can hear it on mic. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, that was the that was today in that news. Was ode, yeah, that was yeah, that was an ode to the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Yeah, and I will best. be deleting that sound. Oh, you can until you're back. You can use it all. The I time. won't. We're gonna steal. I'm gonna figure out a way. I told Mike, especially since we were just talking about food, we need the face fucking food one. No. Oh, you guys can't. No. That was. I told Eric, him Eric would be fucking livid. Yep. I I told him I said that's proprietary. We can't touch that. He has another one for. Uh, fat dudes weight watching food when Mark and I. Go oh yeah, when you go for the slimness. 
Yeah, when we go for the sleep. Oh, yeah. I just sent a pretty it rad to... chick on there. Yeah. Just hopped on. Hi, Amy. Love you. Um, really? Hello, Amy. But uh, I just I just shared it show. and sent it to her. Oh, okay. But I think it's time we actually get to the show topic. She showed up just in time. To get to the part she does not give a crap about. Yeah, I was gonna say she'd probably be more interested about everything we've been talking about for the last. Yes, hour. she absolutely would. There's no doubt about it. You missed all the epic stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch you up. She she was listening to the show. She's like, I want to hear your show. Oh, okay. She thought it was pretty good. Oh, she do. laughed at a couple of the jokes. I was like, wow. Hey, my show or your show? No, mine, not yours. Nobody oh, laughs yeah. at your show. Yeah, I don't. And that. nobody listens either. You so definitely save some time there. There she is. Hi, baby. So what uh, are we what are we talking about this week? Minus everything that we have. So, you, you mean besides double Big Macs and frickin' stadium events and Chicago and you guys have almost I got a made bunch of records. An episode of the Maddie Ice Mark and Mark podcast. It's very mm-hmm. close. It's very close. Scarily. The close. show topic Castlevania two, Simon's Quest for the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Castlevania two is a platform adventure game developed by Konami. On the Nintendo Entertainment System. I already yes. talked about that part. Oh, yeah. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Anyway. It's a, a fun game. Well, <laughs> thanks for coming. Yeah. All right. Thanks, End of the thanks, show, thanks everybody. For coming to the show, everybody. And with that, we're just gonna. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, go ahead. Oh, I can talk go. about I'm talk sure. about the game, man. Right. Like you're not gonna get much from the notes since there's not much in there. So I wouldn't look at the paper. Get much from go the ahead. Notes. Come you're on. Gonna, yeah, go have fun with that. So no, Simon Belmont's back. Uh, seven years after, seven years later, and he's cursed. He is cursed. Because apparently when he killed Dracula, he got cursed. Killed Dracula in the first game. Dracula blew up into a bunch of pieces. Got cursed. Only way you can get uncursed, bring all that shit back together. Put him back together and then then blow him him up again, I guess. I don't really understand it, but yeah. It was a horrible night to have a curse, though. They gotta fill. There's some plot holes, but you're talking about this show, right? (laughs) What a horrible (laughs) night to have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Hey, we made it though. We're we at least got it going. Define an hour in. Define it. (laughs) And they got three people on there. Oh, it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, go on. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, it's seven years after the the original. I think it's like 1862 to 1869 or something like that. Okay. Like, man, what was toilet paper like back then? <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a it, sign it was the three. It was the three seashells. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. the All question, right. and I'm kind of jumping ahead with this, but you would think, so I guess that's the question. When was it based? Because the tombstone at the end says 1431 to 76. I don't know. I mean, their lore is mm. all fucked up. It is. I don't know. But, why, why are you putting me on blast on our own show? I'm just asking. Like, I, I was asking. I'm looking for, for clarity Thanks here. for the continuity errors and pointing them out. I don't know. I'm I don't, just, I'm just looking. I'm just, I I'm only just report the news. Here. I don't make it. So okay? this was a platform adventure game. Um, it does have some RPG elements to it. Um, you work on, of course, building your character. Uh, you get weapon under upgrades. And as you put in some of our notes, you wander aimlessly. Yeah, you can. And you really do, and that was kind of like the start of it when I played was yep. the first time I played. I'm like, oh, sweet. You just go left to right, you kill a monster, and then yeah. go to the next yeah. level. That's how it works. That's how this nope. game works. No, it's not how the game works. No. So I don't have too much time left, but I will. I'll, I'll, I'll dive deep on this for you. Go. So I grew up, um, my dad got me an NES when I was younger, and a box full of games was there. One of the games in there was Castlevania 1. It was an amazing experience playing that for the first time. Impossible fucking game. But finally, I took it down when I got older. You mean once you turned like 23. Exactly. Exactly. 
And to play into that, I grew up, um, part of the thing that got me into collecting was, you know, getting that stuff when I was younger, but it was also uh, growing up watching YouTubers, like Angry Video Game Nerd, yeah. people like that, um, Path NES Punk, that would review those games. And probably the most fav- uh, famous review that Angry Video Game Nerd did was Simon's Quest. It was also the first one he ever did. First one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked today. 15 million views or something like that. It's that video really? is now 15 and now years it's 15 old. 15 years old, yeah. yeah. Um and he shit on that game. That was hard. He, he shit on that game. I believe the hard. first words uh, the first words that he ever uttered on that show if you will, if you want to call it that. This game fucking yeah, sucks. Yeah, this game fucking sucks. <laughs> and then it goes A legend his, is born, I think somebody he, said. It goes into his thing. Um and it took a long time for me to actually play this game. Uh, a few years ago, they did the Castlevania collection on Xbox and all that stuff, and I'm sure you guys will get into that. What's an Xbox? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I bought that game, and I wanted to go through and play through all those games without save states. That was my main goal, was to try and beat every single one of those without save states. Oh, shit, my bad. Um, <laughs> main goal was to beat all those without. You forgot you had to lay over. Yeah, I know. You talking? I gotta us. kill my posture. Digging the scene with the gangster lean. So, so make sure you better. We both have boom arms, and we still are killing our posture. <laughs> so I played through, played through, and crushed the first one. And finally, I was like, "All right, this game gets so much flack. It's it's time to finally try the second one." And you start out, it just pops you right into that village or that town. Yeah, with. Probably some of my favorite Castlevania music yep. in the whole series. Absolutely amazing. The da na da na na na. It's so chill and so like, damn, this is what I'm kind of getting into. The only way that you can really play through that game, I mean, you guys played through it growing up with no walkthrough. No. I can't fucking imagine how you played through that game without one. Because I played, I played a few hours without one. To just try and level up, get the get different weapon or get an upgraded weapon, and just figure out where the fuck I was going. First off, impossible. I I can't even imagine spending hours on end trying to figure out what the hell you needed to do with that. So my whole goal was to beat that game without save states. I never said to beat that game without a walkthrough. So I definitely skimmed through a walkthrough. Like, okay, you need to go this way. You're probably gonna wanna. Thank you. Go ahead. You're probably going to want to kill a few skeletons and stuff like that along the way to fill up your hearts and get some money so you can buy some stuff. So it was a very grindy experience, but not so much where I didn't enjoy the gameplay. And overall, going into the different castles, learning the different puzzles, all that type of stuff, I got to say, AVGN and everyone over over the years gave that game too bad of a rap. Like that game was, I had a ton of fun playing through it. And maybe it's because I missed out on the shitty experience of trying to figure out what the fuck you need to do in it. But Here's what I'm going to say about it. Because my perspective of this game has changed considerably recently. And, we, and I'm going to talk about that part now. We're going to just jump ahead. Okay. Because okay. Matt has to go. And I think it's probably fair to, I don't, you know, you can't say the whole time. Growing up, that game was impossible. Okay. Growing up, when I go back and look, I looked at the issue of Nintendo Power that was in it was the second issue ever of Nintendo Power. They had 12 pages about that game. And I looked at every one of them and I read them and I was like, still like, 
I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> I had played the first Castlevania, loved that game. The second one, if you would have asked me before I played it again, I'd have been like, and recently, with information, I would have been like, that game fucking sucks. I would have agreed. This game is a fucking pain in the ass. It's cryptic. It's Im- it's impossible to understand what you're supposed to do. You have to guess. You're like these leaps of faith kind of things. Like, now that the, the game has been like completely vetted out, and everybody understands what you're supposed to do. And, you know, one of the things I want to mention is there is a redacted version of the game that has, you know, the transitions are faster. The text is faster. The, the villager text makes more sense. There's no, like, snowballs. They're not, like, they're trying to fake you out and pump fake you with, like, oh, you got to buy this thing or whatever, you know. Like, all that stuff is gone. So it makes the game much easier to understand. I, that was part of their, sorry, I'm jumping over no, you. No, go ahead. But that was part of the, one of the things I read doing the research on this. So, Everybody talks about the redacted piece where the what the villagers say makes more sense. Mm-hmm. That was part of the novelty of the game that the designers made into the game was the shit that the villagers say wasn't supposed to make sense. It was supposed to make it more confusing. I don't. For you. I, I I half believe it. I only believe it because of the Star Tropics bullshit. Like back in the day, they did not want you to rent a game and beat it quickly. I understand that, but. I also say, think that there's a lot of revisionist history that goes on with that stuff where they're like, oh, we did that on purpose. No, you didn't. Some of that stuff, there's no way you did that on purpose. Yeah, and it's you, like for them to save face or whatever. Or to like sell a magazine or whatever. Like I, I think that some some of it's probably true and some of it is bullshit. That's my opinion. It's probably somewhere in between as most things are. But anyway. I'm sticking to its truth because I Googled it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was on the Internet, so it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, No, did you know you can also cure COVID with horse dewormer? <laughs> did you know I that? I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of dead people I don't that know why think I that. Wasted oh, my yeah. time or getting thought the shot. that, I guess. I had COVID before I came here, and I just syringed some bleach into my soul. Yeah. Uh, I'm good too. now. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, you look good. <coughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... Yeah, like, I, I guess when we, we talk about the experience of the game, mine now is much improved. Even... Even without the redacted or the this or the that, I still think that the game, and it, I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole because we'll talk about it later, I think it's a very good game now. And there's a lot yeah. of redeeming qualities about the game that I think a lot of people missed that if you rely only on your opinion from 30 years ago or whatever it is, you're going to think that this game sucks. But if you look at it in the current day and go, I have access to all this information, I understand these things now, it all makes more sense, it's actually a pretty good game. It's a lot of fun. And without that game, who knows if everyone's favorite Castlevania, not mine, not, uh, for sure, but everyone's favorite uh, Symphony of the Night, that may not have existed because a lot of those it, RPG elements really stemmed from, yeah. you know, that, Metroid, and all that stuff. What's your favorite? Uh, my favorite's the first one. First sure. one? And I know, like, everyone's like, oh, Super Castlevania 4 is so much better. It's a good remake. No, it's not the fucking first one. First one's the best one. Have you ever played Rondo? Uh, I love Rondo. I think Rondo has one of the best soundtracks out, it, out of, if not the best soundtrack yeah. out of any of them. I'm 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 torn between Rondo four one and three. So no, one three no, a, Rondo and four an like they, and yeah, right. three was my favorite. I know we're talking Mark's language because Mark is a big Castlevania guy, right? Yes, so yeah. yeah, I know he collects Castlevania, so he's got yeah. a better. Mark's probably sitting back. You uneducated fucks. <laughs> the linear. Yeah, who would have thought that anyway? Though. <laughs> that, uh, true. That, that's no different than what he thinks every night. The linear <laughs> Castlevanias always worked more for me. Yeah. I, well, I don't, three I love is the Metroidvania stuff, but it's yeah. just not my thing. I get it. I get it. Especially when you maybe don't have a map or don't understand all of this. Yeah. Like so. Anyway, but yeah, go ahead, Jay. You want to get back to the gameplay and story a little bit? Oh yeah. 
Sorry, we got way off. So. How much longer do you think you got with us, bud? Uh, you, Jay, you go for it, and then I'll probably be scooting out of here. I kind of want to know your take on it a little bit, too. Oh, well. Thank you, Andy, for the follow for these guys' awesome podcast. Oh, hey. Thanks. So, um, I think I left off at character building, right? We talked about character building, weapon upgrades, wandering aimlessly. So, we kind of knew all that. Why not? Um, it's got an in game timer, so it does day and night. Uh, Infamously. Yes. This game changes over. So, in, in the actual game itself, it has a clock when you hit pause and it will show you the time in the game. Yep. And the time, you know, goes on in the game. And as it progresses from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., it changes over from evening to daytime and that is when you know when it is nighttime all the villagers become zombies right and then and all the enemies become more difficult to beat and all that kind of stuff yes. so um it is uh, it is also paramount to how the game will end too so uh there are three different endings for this game and they are all based on how much, how time, much time you take you with the in-game through. timer to finish it yeah. if oh, you wow. finish it in seven days or less and in game you get the best ending. Eight to fourteen is the normal ending, and then the other one is fifteen. You're just a putz. And all the endings are—they're <laughs> like you didn't really similar. kill Dracula. Yeah. You're just an idiot. Yeah. yeah. All the endings are similar. There wasn't. There was a couple small yeah, changes. But, but there, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. I didn't know there were uh, different endings. That's that what game. we do here. We yeah. educate. That's yes. exciting. So I so. learned something. Yeah, new and today. and that um, also I should be said that time does not pass when you're in a church, a building in the town, or a mansion. Yep. So you can stand outside. And or you know walk around, but if you're in a church or whatever, time will not. You can't just wait in the church until it becomes daytime again. Yeah, if you go into the church at night, right, and sit there for two days, you come back the, out. It's the, still night. Yeah, it doesn't what kind matter. Of more shit is that? Yeah, I don't know. Then they're praying. <laughs> time stands still when you're talking to Jesus. I guess I don't. <laughs> sounds like some sort of horrible country well, music like lyric. A, yeah, it sounds pretty legit. Yeah, right. That might have been. A, that might be a good ringtone. Time stands still when you're talking to Jesus. I don't think it is. I, will, I don't think it's I good anything. I might set that up on mine. Yeah, so here, yeah, please do that. I'm going to actually make to... a cut. How did it go again? No. Ah, exactly. Yeah, it's too right. late. It's hard to see that red right there, buddy. It's too late oh, for you. Yeah. Well, collect Dracula parts to make him whole so you can kill him again. And not only do you have to collect Dracula parts, but you have to find an oak stake in every one of these, like, mansions to stab the orb that has the Dracula part in it. And then the Dracula parts can become like shields or invincibility. It's just really like Dracula's eye allows you to see like there are false floors. You can see them. The the rib becomes a shield. Like whatever. I don't know. It's some weird stuff. It is weird. That's I think of all that like outside of the weird having to kneel and all the things everybody knows about now. The having to purchase an oak steak, having to find the person in the mansion that will sell you the oak steak that you have to have every time. You can't just buy one and reuse it. And then then go find the orb and stab the shit out of it. There are no real hey, bosses. I think he would have just picked the oak steak back up. Why wouldn't you just use it again? Did it did it disintegrate? Like did you plug it into his eye and it was like, well now I have the rib. What's the difference? Like did it I don't really I don't know. Whatever. Well, that's I think my biggest problem in the whole game is that it's really drives yeah, me nuts. Just, just that annoying. Why can't I just keep the old steak? I don't want to have to go buy another one. You damn old woman, man, or whatever you, you are in more? room. Can you buy multiple? I don't believe you can. No, yeah. you can buy one. You can buy one per per mansion. Like it actually gives you one on the little on your. But he's icon saying, list. can you buy one at one mansion and take it to another? I believe the answer is no. Oh, what kind of bullshit. Is uh, that? I don't know if you can. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't. I think part of the point is that you go to a mansion and find that, so then you can in turn go find the, the orb and. Well, yeah. to try that and update it on our. Yeah, but uh, it's updated. Page. But yes, as I so eloquently put it in here, when a problem comes along, you must whip it. Whip it good. <laughs> whip it into shape. 
you get what five different whips, including the flame whip, which is just badass. Yeah, like the leather whip, the chain whip, the morning star, and then the, the freaking flame whip is like, yeah, let me just tour. like, what's the worst thing that you you could do? like? Okay, Mister D and D, how would you attack the undead? What would be the you would what what weapon would you use to defeat the undead? Some, fire, some fucking fire or necrotic weapon yep, for sure. Fire, fire burn. Kill it with fire. Dead good. Yeah, there you go. That's all you <laughs> yeah. need. So anyway. All right, so we so don't like have we were talking about with the three endings. Yeah, so they're based off the time in the game. So yeah, we seven days it. or less is the best. Eight to fourteen days, according to the timer on the game, right, um, is the second best, and then fifteen days or more, you suck and you might as well have just stayed home. Dracula didn't really die. Yeah, he exactly. did. Order. All right, so background and development didn't put a whole lot in here, other than. It was the director of this was Hitoshi Akamatsu, who also directed Castlevania one and three, and said in a peculiar fashion that Metroid was not an influence in this game. Apparently, neither was Zelda two, which neither, neither. <laughs> I don't know about you, but they're they're kind of the same. But he said the Maze of Gallius, which was an MSX game that came out in like nineteen eighty five or six, was now Jay, you played the Maze of Gallius. We we played it through an emulator. What were your thoughts on it? Ooh. <laughs> That's not good. It was. It, it was, was. It was bad. It was very. It was, it was difficult. Funny for the first couple minutes, but yeah, then it was just like, okay, this is just bad. It was. It was not good. And I didn't. Yeah, I, I, I did not get a Castlevania two vibe or an no. adventure vibe from it at all. I got a very frustrating, annoying, stupid vibe. Yeah, which maybe would have lined up with it twenty five years ago in my thoughts, but today not so yeah, much. Right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and then the the actual box art of the game. On the box, two things about the box out of this game. Number one, the Dracula on the box is almost a straight rip of the Dracula on the cover of an AD&D module called Ravenloft, which was I, I looked up as like the second most popular uh, yeah. uh, AD&D module of all time. So if you go and look at the copy of Ravenloft, like go on eBay and look at like Ravenloft AD&D or whatever, it, like I think it's like module I six or something like that. Okay, it's literally the exact same picture of dracula other than he's turned his head at you like they redrew his head and you can tell because it's like comically bad yeah. what he looks like he's always been like weird looking so it's it's almost an exact replica of it number two if you look at simon belmont on the copy of castlevania 2 i talked to jay about this today he looks like david bowie dressed up like prince adam from master of the universe <laughs> it looks like freaking i was like I've always been like, who is this guy? And then one day it dawned on me, like, that's freaking David Bowie. <laughs> He's dressed up. Sorry, just a quick one. Yeah. See that? Wow. And then, yeah. You see what I mean? He, the, we got Mark looking at the, or not Mark, Matt looking at the <laughs> Ravenloft right now. That's and crazy. It's the exact same thing. Like, the only difference is his head is turned. Yeah. And the other one, his head's turned and his hand's turned a little bit. Wow. So, anyway. Wild. A little bit about the, little bit about the background of that. So, now I want to talk about the music. I will stay for the music. I know you would, and then we can we, we can leave you. You you can bid you adieu. I will say. I believe "Bloody Tears" is probably one of the best songs ever played on a Nintendo Entertainment System. It is. This is like. When I think of like NES music, it's this and the Mega Man 2 Wily Thieves yeah. song. These are the songs that I think of. Mm -hmm. 
And you know what? If I get a copyright strike, I don't care. Because this song, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. Right. As I wrote in the notes, this belongs on the Mount Rushmore of NES music. This and Super Metroid are probably my two favorites all time. Yeah, but that's not on the NES. It's... <laughs> we're splitting hairs. We can talk about it one day. We Split can my go hairs. in depth with it. I think the NES has better music than Super Nintendo. Just Super Nintendo has that very orchestral wavetable sound that 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 like it sounds like it's in a hall, like all that reverb. And I, you can tell, like when you guys did that one sh- on the show, it was uh, Wave which, Racer. N- no, no. <laughs> which, by the way. <laughs> I don't know if Mark's still watching, uh, but I'm going to tell you, he was dead-ass wrong. Because, oh, man, we, we I don't the, care. But. We had the show after, and yeah. he was like, dude, I was not I was not prepared for that. that yeah, was, he that got slaughtered. Because he didn't listen to it. And, um, <laughs> and then he's died on that hill. Yeah. And, but, no, you guys did uh, Earthworm Jim. And you could just tell by listening yeah, to them, right? Yeah. Like, it's very easy. I like the sound of the Genesis one for that game. But, in general, I like the way Super Nintendo music sounds. It just has that reverb feel. It's that sound yeah. chip that they have. So, anyway, neither here nor there. The Mark music agrees, was, Bloody Tears rules. Yes, Bloody Tears rules. Um, Sato Terashima is the lady who um, composed it. And I'm just like, man, I, I want to meet her and shake her hand and have her sign my copy of the game. It's like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, I, I love video game music. I, I've only realized in the past few years how much of an influence it's actually had on my life and how much, because we, you know, Jay and I, that's one of the things we also related to back in the day was music. We liked a lot of similar things. And it's like, one day I dawned, it dawned on me, I'm like, these are great songs, like mm-hmm. the 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 Ducktales Moon, you know, song, or the, the, there are songs that I would just drive and listen to. I'm like, wow, you know, I've never really thought about it. And then it was like we were talking about Super Metroid and how much he loves the music, and it's that it's that very spacey, ethereal type sound. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's amazing, right? What's well, Koji Kondo? But I mean, you know, that dude's a fucking maniac. The so. legend amongst legends. Yeah. Like yes. The the, the Godfather of chiptune. So with that, okay, I'm going to. Release you from the dungeon, okay. Matt. Thank you for coming. It was. Uh, I know that you have to go, so it was awesome being here with you guys. Yes, really appreciate I look it. Forward to hopefully doing more with you, or either having you guys on my show, something like that. Yeah, whatever, man. You like you just let us know. I, you know, yeah. I'd love to yeah. get Mark down here. Mark, oh, there he is. Totally agreed. Bloody yeah. tears. Mark Hold on. Loves- Bloody, Bloody tears yeah. rules. It is. It is fantastic. So, um, but yes, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to get a bigger table. Yeah, a bigger table. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, and we'll get boom. you and Mark we'll get, down we'll here. We'll get you a boom. A, a well, boom, I talked, boom I talked about nice. how we could potentially do that, so I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah. Either but, way, um, I good luck with everything, guys. The, the the room looks awesome. The stream looks awesome. I look forward to watching more of you guys' streams online, especially if it just divulges like we did earlier. And, uh, yeah, I have fun talking about the rest of uh, Castlevania Two with everybody. We hopefully will. Well, so. I will say... We wouldn't have it for two reasons. Number one, you helped me set up the live stream stuff. Thank you, Matt. No Number problem. two, I stole all your good ideas. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and so. you know, you got to do what you got to do. To be <laughs> no, successful I'm just kidding. In this Did not. So I'm gonna get out of your way, and then we'll get back to it in here a minute. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Uh oh, back to the box art. So I'll even get on that a little more. Why they're doing whatever they're doing. A um, couple of funny things that I was uh, I pulled up on the research was that. Um, of course, we know that later on they actually changed some of the background or the images, and they actually made it with just Simon on it. Um, the EU version was actually released without Dracula on it because that's a big thing they weren't fans of. So Now that he's gone. Now that he's gone. We can turn his mic down. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good <laughs> Mute idea. Mute that. Stupid idiot.
no, anyway, Matt was great. Matt was very helpful. He yes, did help set the live awesome stream up. So. And uh, now that he's left, nobody's watching the show anymore. I'm just kidding. There's still a couple people. Watching. All right. So let's I think talk Mark about... just fell asleep and he hadn't turned his stream no. off. Yeah, no, I don't think so. He's out there talking about Bloody Tears because it's the fucking best. That he actually was slaps. talking about a double Big Mac, too. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And it is so. it is serious, man. It's a real thing. It is yes. it is all too real. It is. All right. Talk a little bit about the release of this game. This game was originally released on the Famicom Disk System in August of 1987, where it was called Dracula 2 Noraid no Fuin, I believe. Okay. The interesting part about that is you could save, right? Famicom Disk System, writable disk. Where the, with the, you, the North you, American version, no. Yeah, dev codes. No codes. There's no code. Is there? Oh, there is a passcode. You're yes, right. There was a passcode. But I was thinking you also have unlimited continues, so you can just keep playing forever. Yeah. So, but yes, it does have passwords. Um, and then it was really, yeah, so it was released in North America, December of 1988, and it was released in the, in Europe almost two years later, a year and a half later, April 27th, 1990. That's insane. It's, it's just always so weird to me that they like waited that long, but I also understand that the NES was not as popular as microcomputers or even Sega. So, you know, whatever. So a couple things, uh, jumping back before we get into the reception piece. Um, just a couple notes that I had written down that we talked about. So a couple little Easter eggs with it is give them that, give them that. Do you want the pen? No. Oh, okay. Go ahead. But a couple little Easter eggs I found on it. So the grave at the end of the game, and spoiler alert if you haven't played the game Wait. in the last 30 years. What? Yeah. But um, the uh, the grave actually was... a an odd nod to Vlad the Impaler if you mm -hmm. don't know history get off your dead ass and look up Vlad the Impaler but his tombstone is 1431 to 76 which is what uh, Dracula's was in the end of Simon's Quest so the other cool which thing would make more sense when you blew up my spot about what year the game was based on you're like well, why does this say this year that's from why 200 years that. prior you just told us why well that's why okay I just didn't want to steal my own thunder I can. So uh, a couple you, other you can. small things, and then we'll move on to, to the uh, reception. I feel things. like I can sit over here now. Oh, hey. How you doing? How's it going, man? I can probably move in a little bit, too, now. Yeah. Got to keep the wizard up there. Yeah, we can keep the wizard up there. We got to get that thing up, man. Wizard's got to be up. Yep. So Good. We'll work on that. That's part of the project. So. All right. Um, but, uh, wow, I can't see my iPad. Um, so a couple, of things, a couple other nods to it is uh, there was a game called Catherine that uh was actually the like main villain i don't know much about this game so if i'm way off base and you're listening to this and i'm wrong my bad but there was a guy named thomas mutton is the main villain villain and he gives a nod to it at one point he says in the game because he's cursed he says what fine it's a fine night for a curse which is he was every dope. time it gets dark yeah. it says what a terrible night for a curse um it does yes which game simon's quest i'm sorry simon's quest says what a terrible night for a curse What's Catherine that? Game, Dracula Two. Oh yeah, the f uh, you're you're talking about uh, Noro No Fuin. Are we doing the Blazing Saddles thing? The meeting's adjourned. It is. Yeah. yeah. Go oh, ahead. Sorry, you're supposed <laughs> to say <laughs> that. Being a smartass. All right. So um, Matt's gone. I have to be more smartassy. I guess I don't really know. No. Yeah, well, either way. Anyway. Um. But yeah, and then uh, the Japanese version of the Thomas Mutton guy or Dumazoid, Dumazid, uh, the bad guy from this Catherine game. Yeah. Uh, was actually voiced, I'm probably going to say his name wrong, uh, Norio Wakamoto. 
and he actually did the voice of Dracula in all the Castlevania games, mm-hmm. the, in the Japan release games. Okay. Which was kind of cool. Yeah, it's neat. And then the only other one I had was uh, I found Skyrim actually in uh, the castle, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, too, Volkihar. Volkihar? I don't know. I can't I see I your notes. V O L K I H A R. Volkir? Sure. Um, they actually mm. have a locked case, and when you open the case up, it has a ring, a fingernail, an eye, a heart, and a rib. Dope. Which is what you need to bring Dracula back to life to kill him. Apparently, I found that out from this game. After you killed him. You destroyed him, got cursed. Then he was a bunch of pieces that you reassembled to destroy again, but not get cursed, yeah, I hope. Didn't. Yeah. I, probably I, the oak I, steak yeah. stuff. It's yes. probably something to do with that at a flame whip. I don't get it. All right. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I had one more. thought I only had two. I had three. Um, the Death Star reference in the game, because they talk about the Death Star. A lot of people thought that was Star Wars. It actually wasn't. Uh, it was a reference to um, a uh, movie called The North Star. Or Fist from the North. I'm sorry. Fist, Fist of the, the North Star. Star. Yes. Yeah. And it was actually a reference to that, staring at the Death Star, you will die within a year. Ah. And people thought, because when the time this came out, they thought it was the Death Star of Star Wars. Sure. It was not. So, I'm done. So, about the reception. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is, anyway. A- anyway. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we talked about how this was on the cover of the second Nintendo Power ever. Uh, scary Dracula head, like beheaded Dracula. Simon Belmont is holding like the head of Dracula, and apparently it freaked out a bunch of parents. So, like, pretty scary looking cover for like a kids magazine that literally is on its second episode or second, uh, you know, second issue ever. It was a pretty so. cool looking cover. But it was cool looking cover now, yeah, sure. So, all right, I want to get a little bit into the reception. I want to start with our ratings, right? You got the LGN game ratings we talked about. Posted the first graphic. Um, we have our guest raiders as well. Uh, Sashimi Z was excused from this one because Maddie Ice was in town. So we had Maddie write in, a, in our review as well. I'm going to actually start. I'm going to do Robbie, so 8-Bit Supremacy. And then I'm going to have you do yours and Jay or John. Okay. And then I'll do uh, mine and Matt. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah. Let's start a little bit with it. Basically, the LGN rating game rating is uh, from a, a, a rating table from 1.0 to 5.0, you know, with, in 0.5 increments of what we think of the game now. Right, so these these are all based off of current day thoughts and experiences with the game, as opposed to again looking through like nostalgia tinted glasses. I, I wanted to get a more current uh, view and thoughts around around the game. So we have some guests that that, that always help us, and, and one of them is Robbie Eight Bit Supremacy on Instagram. We talk about him all the time. Great guy. Yeah, he's in Chicago, and I, I mentioned that I met up with him uh, a couple uh, a couple months ago at VGS. So. Robbie says, and I quote, Simon's Quest, where do I start? Hmm. I remember an older kid down the street when I had it when I was growing up. He said it was a good game. I believed him. I never officially got a chance to play it proper until I was an adult. And while I do understand some of the hate it gets for being too cryptic at times, that didn't bother me at all because my roommate at the time was tag teaming the playthrough with me and basically knew the game inside and out. I had my own personal tour guide and didn't have to endure the agony of getting stuck anywhere in the game. So, with that being said, I really enjoy Castlevania 2. Although, from an action standpoint, I thought the bosses... Man, what, what page? Where did that go? I thought the bosses were something. <laughs> and they got laughable, cut 
laughably easy compared to the other Castlevania <laughs> there you games. Go. Thank you. Maybe that wasn't the point since the game was focused on exploration more. Who knows? Yeah. Well, my printoff got. Uh, oh, this is. That's why I know why. Oh, you I, got. Uh, I, I've got a got, hybrid got over here. I'm sorry. Stuff. Yeah, I got half and half. That's why. So. Okay. So you. Why don't you go ahead and do two, and then I'll do myself and uh, Matt as Matt has left. All right. Mine's pretty easy. So. Uh, oh. 4.0 is what 8-bit supremacy Yes, that's right. Grade. Robbie Robbie gave it a 4.0 out of 5, yes. which I thought was a pretty good grade. Um, I gave it a 4.5. Gave it a little bit higher. I I probably ranked this game a little differently than I did Dragon Warrior just because I was basing it more off now than then. Where when we originally, when we graded last week, since this is a newer thing, or last episode, um, I based it off when I was 12, not right. when I was 40. Get it. Um, but I gave it a four. <laughs> you mean 4. like five 5. years ago? Yeah. <laughs> 44. Um, yeah, when I, uh, so I gave it a 4.5. I said, I don't care what anyone says about, it says this game rules. For sure off the beaten path of the typical platformers of Castlevania, but it keeps the series fresh. Quick and easy. Fair. That's pretty much all I said. So John posted on here, uh, he gave it a 3.5. Uh, the Zelda 2 of Castlevania's. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, they took risks and made mistakes necessary to produce better games later in the series. Translation sucks, so use a walkthrough or a good friend who wasted his youth on guess in guess and check. So basically, good. hook up with Robbie's friend. Yeah. That Maybe they did John the was Robbie's with. friend. He obviously wasn't. Well, he still Maybe, is, he, I still maybe he's alluding that he's Maybe he's the, still not uh, his friend. Maybe he's alluding that he's the guide. I don't make any assumptions on anything anymore. That's why I said lewd. I don't make assumptions. All right, fair enough. All yeah, right, so yours. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give mine. Mine is uh, as follows. I gave it a four point I thought you know good grade, decent grade. Let's be honest. When this game came out, no one within my friend group had any idea what the hell was going on. Very true. But today's review is about my current experience, and I will say, now that I know what the hell is going on, this game is pretty great. It has great music. You get to build characters. You get to buy weapons. And as long as you understand where the traps are and, and the, the gotcha parts of the game are, I actually like it a great deal. I, I, I was actually quite surprised when I sat down to play this one again how much I, I had a predisposed idea of what I thought I was going to grade it at, and it was going to live in that 2 to 2.5 range at best. At Mine best. graded higher after I played yeah. it, too. And then I played it and I, with the understanding of being able to, like, with access to the information with the Internet and all that stuff, it, 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 I was like, okay, it. it, it if I would have had access to that information back then, I would have thought this was a great game. So, anyway. And then Matt wrote us a, a nice handwritten uh, note here on, on his thoughts. So, <laughs> Matty Ice gave it a 4.0 as well. And to quote Matt, I started playing Castlevania when my dad gave me my first NES when I was younger. So, like a couple years ago. <laughs> it was a month ago. Absolutely fell in love with it. It wasn't until a year late, years later that I finally sat down with Castlevania 2. Watching Angry Video Game Nerd and other YouTubers shit on this game, I never wanted to sit down and play it on the Cast on the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. While there were some tedious things, i.e. walking up and down the stairs four million times to get enough hearts um, to level your up your fucking whip. Is that all he wrote? Like there's no summary. The end. Thank you, Matt, for this weird ending to your summary. <laughs> so anyway, Matt Matt liked the game. Yes. And uh, you know, I, I think there are a lot of people out there whose opinion was colored by things like the Anger Video Game. I've never mentioned it before, but man, he ripped that game a fucking part. And to, to be fair, when I first watched that video myself many, many years ago, I thought to myself, yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> That's what I thought. But like I said, all right. So I want to talk a little bit about the reception of this game otherwise, right? Yeah. And, and along with that, you have 
you know, we go through the kind of the lists and the rankings as, as they are from different websites and, and magazines. So Nintendo Power's 100th issue of, uh, in September of 1997, this game, uh, their, their top 100 um, games of all time, I believe it was, not ranked. Castlevania was wanked. Wow, wanked. I like how you always want to jump to the next thing that's on the paper when I'm asking you you for your thoughts. My thoughts? Well, I said thoughts, and you said Castlevania was number 22 according to the sheet. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Do you think this game should have been ranked or not? Top 100 of all time. This was in 1997. This was. In 97, I would probably say no. No. Now, I would probably say, yeah, it should be. I don't even know if it would be. Well, there's a lot more games have been released since then now. This is not I'm just on the NES. from a Nintendo. Yeah, from Nintendo, but this top is, 100 games, my adult self would say yes. Okay. My 12-year-old self would be like, no. Okay. 200th issue in February of 06, 200 best games. Not ranked. Again, I don't disagree with them at this point. No. And I will say, you know, whatever. I, I'm going to leave it alone. Nintendo Power, 20th anniversary, August 2008, issue 231. The 20 best NES games of all time, it was number 15. Eh, I don't know if I would put it in. I, I would have to sit down and really think, of, and I never really have, but I would have to sit down and think about what my 20 favorite NES games are of all time. You could and, probably play all of them. Well, I probably could. And decide for yourself if, which one you think are the top 20. If only I had the access or the means. I know. Uh, I can immediately think of... 10 games that I would put in front of it really? immediately. Yes. Mm. Like I, I would go, I would say Legend of Zelda, Mega Man, Castlevania 1 and 3 are on that list. Super Mario Bros. 1, 2, and 3 are all on that list. So like I, I, I could I could keep going. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out is on that list. Kid Icarus is on that list. Metroid is on that list. I don't think it's better than any of those games. That's 10 games I think right there that I just named. And I haven't even really thought about it. So to to say that it's the fifteenth best, I don't know if I would. I don't think it would make my top fifteen. I don't. So I'm a sucker for the classics. What can I say? All right. What else we got? <laughs> I'm gonna give you the rest of them. Give me the rest. Thanks. <laughs> so well, there's plenty. Game Informer top one hundred in two thousand one. Where do you think it would have fallen? Just kind of stab. Take a stab at in the top. It. Don't 100? even look at the sheet. The top. Well, I wrote it. So oh okay. <laughs> the top one hundred. Yeah. Probably somewhere uh, after 100. <laughs> Thanks for appeasing me with that one. So no rank, of course. <laughs> so Game Informer also did a top 200 in 2009. Yeah. And you guessed it, no rank. I didn't guess that one, but I would have assumed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did type this, so. Um, IGN top 100 video games of all time. So they did a 2018-2019. They did two separate ones, both top 100 video games of all time. No rank. And then top fifty all t- games of all time, by time, time the top fifty. Wow, I can't talk. The time top fifty games of all time, time. Where did it land, Jay? No rank. Not ranked. No. What and about then, the Polygon top five hundred games of all time in twenty seventeen? You guessed it. Nr. No rank. Not ranked. Nope. Not ranked. Now this I thought was interesting. Castlevania and Castlevania Three are both on that list, and they are very close to each other. At 247 and 249. Sometimes I think that's lazy journalism. (laughs) I'm like, oh, both are good. Just stick them in the middle. Like Castlevania, like 3-2. We'll put that one on there. Yeah, put them right next to each other. Just stick something in between it so it doesn't look like we Yeah, don't make it look like we just didn't. Yeah, exactly. Just change it a little bit so it doesn't look like I wrote it. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, yeah. 
so that's a little bit about the the reception of the game at the at the time and and over the course of the last you know twenty five years. Yeah. So, so pretty much nothing. We've already yeah exactly yeah exactly nothing not ranked is the answer. Personal experience legacy. I think we already kind of talked about this right from yeah. a legacy perspective. The game has matured and become more accessible, and I think in a lot of people's eyes, better. I think that from a legacy perspective perspective, just like anything. You have a hard time defeating your first impressions of many things. So people always want to go with the easy answer of, oh, that game sucked. It was terrible. It's very hard to look at your own opinion and be like introspective and go, do I still think that? Or am I, is it, to me, it's like I said, I use the word lazy. It's almost lazy to do that. It's, it's, yeah. it's negligent sometimes to do that. I see people do it with a lot of stuff in their life. So that part of what I wanted to accomplish with this show is to re-expose myself to things to see if I still felt that way. And this game is a, is a tip, a very, you know, example or exhibit A of me going, if you would have asked me before I played this game again what I thought, I would have told you I did not like it and it was awful. But my mind has been changed. And well, it's hard like to do that. like one of the games we were going to do for this. I thought it was a great game and then I played it and, and it was on the struggle bus to even, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's terrible. Oh my God. Yeah. So we, we, we made the, we made the uh, Instagram post, but we were originally going to do Medieval and. We started to play it, and we decided that, oof, I, it was it was very difficult Rough. to get. I I did not enjoy it at all. So, anyway, all right. So enough about all that. Done with the personal experience and legacy. Let's get to the collecting part. I want to talk a little bit about this because there's a lot of nuance now, right, with collecting. Yeah. Like water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like water. Are you sure? <laughs> you like that? Um. This game can be found loose for $15. To me, that seems really high. This is a game that for I have an extra copy of this game. It's probably in my tub that I haven't taken to one of these shows and it's you well, got one right behind you. Well, yeah, that's that's okay, so there's one on that shelf. Yeah. There's one in here and then I have a third one to sell. Oh, okay. Because what I have is I have the one in my big NES collection. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. I have an Instagram background that I use that has a bunch of games in it which it's also in, but then I have another I have a third one. The third one's for sale. Oops, but my point is, bucks. if somebody would have if somebody would have asked me, I would have been like, oh, it's seven or eight bucks at most. But no, it's not. It's a 15. It consistently sells loose for about 15 bucks. Complete in box, it's roughly 8,200, although it varies wildly. So it, I've seen poor ones, you know, from everything is so condition sensitive nowadays. I've seen them in poor condition go from like 40-ish dollars. And if they're really, really nice and it's like an early version of it, they can go for 150 bucks in nice condition. I've seen WADA graded 9.2 CIB sell for $300. That's not that much. No. It costs now, right now, it costs you $170 to grade a CIB game. At the time, it probably cost them $110. So then you're saying the, a 9.2 is a very, very nice CIB. That's a game that's been open before, okay? 9.2 is, is pretty freaking good. So if I could get one of those for $300, I, I probably would. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not out there actively looking for it, but if somebody, if I was at a show and somebody's like, I have a WADA 9.2, I'd be like, $300 is not unreasonable for what something like that. Um, and then sealed, I mean, I see them, there's one for sale right now, or I think sold on eBay for $2,200 raw, like not graded. It wasn't in the greatest shape, but like it was obviously dinged up and all that good stuff. So, but it, I, I think it goes for more than that. And like, there are, there are others that are for sale on there that are, that are more. So from a graded perspective, I've, I used two examples that were the most recent ones I could find an 8.5 a plus with the round seal of quality that black round seal of quality on the front mm -hmm. if you're looking on the show right now this thing right here this little seal of quality right on that one it's gold but and then on the on this version it's black 
a, a an 8.5 A plus. So 8.5 being the condition of the game, A plus being the condition of the seal. Sold for $3,275 on eBay. That was just uh, three, two months ago, right? And then four days later, it was July 5th. Four days later on, on Heritage Auctions, an early production version with the round sale of equality, 9.0, so slightly improved grade with an A plus, sold for $4,800. So Mario used, sells better than that. Yeah, shit, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. No, uh, I won't be if I can find somebody to sell me stadium events. But anyway, so... Yeah, it's it, it it's one of those things that like it's somewhere in that price range. If you wanted a nice one that was sealed, you're looking at a few thousand dollars, but not much more. Is it the lack of interest in the game or is it the the amount that are still in circulation? It's this is the ever pressing question when it comes to this stuff. What you have to realize, not you, but the you know, the royal you. Yeah. Whatever. While this is a desirable franchise, Castlevania. I'd say of those three games, it is the least desirable three of the three. Now, what you find with graded games, again, and I'm not like some aficionado. I don't get too far into it, but I will tell you, very well-known IPs are what sell for the most amount of money. The Marios of the world, the Grand Theft Autos of the world, the Super, the Spider-Man, you know, the the things that people know, Pokemon, those kind of things, those are the things that go that bring the big money. Castlevania, Simon's quest, Simon's quest. I would put Castlevania in the A tier of that, not the S tier. Where the S tier and the and the disparity between the two is is pretty big when it comes to the prices that you pay. Now, if it was Castlevania one and it was an early copy, that would be very expensive. Castlevania three, I don't think it would be, but two, two and three probably dwell somewhere in the three is more expensive inherently, so it's going to cost you more anyway. Yeah, it's it's harder to find and whatever. But it, it's never going to draw the premium that one would or or a property like a Metroid or something would. Um, so that's part of what that is. But like, yeah, that seems almost reasonable, right? Like it's it's yeah. still ridiculous, but it seems almost reasonable to go, oh, a 9.0 A plus of freaking Castlevania 2, $4,800. I'm going to get that probably for the Pokemon game. I said, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? You know what I mean? It's like it, this is a much older, harder to find sealed thing, but it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't draw the premium. So. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's talk a little bit about where to play it because there's a lot of places you can play it. There are. Yeah. Um, so you, of course, can play it on the Nintendo Entertainment System. That's true. Um, which we have playing behind us. It hasn't played. It's just been sitting. Well, it's just sitting there. Yeah. But Is it still moving? No. Is it, it stuck? Hasn't for a while. Oh, man, you didn't tell me. Go ahead. I'm yeah. going to make it move. Um, you can play, of course, on the Famicom Disk System. You can play it on the Wii U Virtual Console. Uh, Konami's collector series, so they have Castlevania and Contra for the PC. Um, the Nintendo Entertainment System Classic, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection for the Nintendo Switch, the PS4, and the Xbox One. As was alluded to earlier by Matty Ice. Yes. Uh, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection that was done by Limited Games. Limited Run Games did a physical yes, release sorry, of the Run. Castlevania Anniversary Collection. Yes. And it was something that I believe you can still purchase, but there were a number of pre-orders for like the Limited. There was one of those things that like they have a time where you can pre-order. Yeah. So like one of the things I do like that Limited Run, and I'm not a huge Limited Run Games fan. I think I have one, and it's, it's a raw copy of Panzer Dragoon Order. It's not like some, it was a copy I bought at, uh, at uh, Best Buy, right? It wasn't like some fussy version. But one of the things I do like that they do is that they say, we're going to have this amount of time that you can pre-order it. Not that not there are this many. We'll make as many as people want, right? So if I really wanted it, I could get it. I yeah. could wait until whenever I felt like they were yeah, about to be done. releases in like October or something. Right, 
exactly. But but my point is, you could get it, and and it, you, it's something you'll be able to purchase a physical copy of that game if you want. And then what? Uh, it was also on the Tiger handheld, and the Tiger LCD watch. Those are not really uh, the that I might that might have been a money grab. That might have just been preying on the Castlevania. Yeah, could you imagine playing on a Tiger LCD watch Castlevania two? I can't imagine it at all. I don't want to have to think about it. There's nothing good about that. I'm guessing that Tiger LCD watch of Castlevania two probably doesn't sell for much these days. I would bet you it probably sells for more than you think. Although I would say that the handheld probably sells in the twenty to fifty dollar range. The watch it might be more than that because they're not the people because out there the like like Mark. Mark is a huge Castlevania collector. Okay, yeah. he might say. Hey, you know what? I want that as part of my collection. It's a novelty. It's Castlevania. It's a licensed product. I want it. It's trash. It's not a game. Okay. It's 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 like basically taking like Lego guys and just jumping them from here to here and like but jumping it's a over. Novelty of having. Right. But the point is, is it does say Castlevania, so somebody's gonna want it. You know what I mean? So that's anyway. true. All right. So what but, about speed running? Ah, uh, yes, the speed running of this game. Um, I wrote down four different versions. Right. Basically, any percent. Any percent glitchless, which there are glitches in the game that you can use to drop down and expedite getting to places a little bit faster. And then the 100% and 100% glitchless. The any percent and 100% base uh, times are owned by the same person, SBD Wolf. The any percent is 30 minutes and 52 seconds. That's the fastest anybody has ever completed this game in any way. I still couldn't beat it with a walkthrough that quick. Oh, God, no. I think it still took me like I, four I watched, days. I watched Arcus do it. Uh, and he did it in like 40 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> how do you remember all that shit? You know what I mean? Like, I, you, I, I could if I did it enough. I, I could. All right. And then the 100% that he set the record, SPD Wolf also set the record for was 39 minutes and 38 seconds. So that's getting everything in the game, buying everything, defeating everything, which you don't have to do. You know, yeah. like there are things you do not have to do in this game. Nope. Any percent glitchless, 37 minutes and nine seconds. So that's any percent like of the game, but not utilizing any of the glitches that allow you to kind of get to places faster. And then you 100% glitchless, 43. That was by Burb and Freeland, by the way. Two different speedrunners at the exact same time. Oh, okay. Burb, B U R B, and Freeland. And then 100% glitchless was by a speedrunner named Beta Strep. And that was, again, 43 minutes and 51 seconds. All that info comes from speedrun.com. So that brings me. To a question that I don't think we have the answer to yet. A couple things we got to wrap up here in the wrap Ooh, up. Yeah, we don't have an answer to that one. No, we don't, do we? We're not screwing that up again. No. So I don't think we're <laughs> going to talk about what game we're going to do next because I don't think we know yet. And we need to discuss it because last time we picked one that we should not have picked. And then we didn't do it. And I edited know. it out because I didn't want anybody to know we talked about it. Even though we brought it up. <laughs> Yes, we've a number of times. So we're going to determine what game. We'll post it on social media as to what we're going to do next. Um, but uh, look out for that. And then the second question is, when are we going to do this again? That's a really good question. That is a good question. So, And then I say this. I'm talking about the live stream that our friend Matty Ice was so kind to help me. I got 90% of it done. Matt kind of came in and like crossed the T's and dot the I's over here. Um, I think that's something maybe we discuss offline. We will, Mike and I have already committed to, we need to be more consistent. Again, our last episode was a month and a half old before we published it. Yeah, it was more than that. So two months old, six months old, I don't know. Two plus. (laughs) It was old. So that's part of it is we we definitely need to get consistent with that. So one of the things that I mentioned earlier, I just switched careers. 
So that's going to change the landscape for the better. Of what Very might. excited for you, by the way. Congratulations you. on your first day today. Thank you. Um, but I am in the quandary now of when I am available. Right. Where we need to coincide with each other, of course. Yep. Your shift so. is a definite off hours of mine. So finding time yes. to do We're this definitely exact opposites is going to be uh, an adventure at first, and we'll figure it out. So I'm not worried about that. Yes. So we will get. Instagram, Facebook, we'll post that. Yep, we'll make sure soon, everybody knows. Very soon, we'll make that decision. So. Next game, we have nothing. It's going to be something by a video game system that was designed or released between the years of 1982 and 2001. I can work within those parameters. Okay, we're good with that. <laughs> All right. So, social media, Instagram and Twitter, we are Lost Joystick. Right now, most of the stuff we do is on Instagram. Lost Joystick Network on Facebook and Twitch. Jay has commandeered the Facebook account, so he will be posting. Uh, we also obviously use Facebook Live today and video and, and Twitch. Yeah, and Twitch, Twitch was live. I, we were working on YouTube. We had an issue today where it was not working, yeah. so we just said skip it. We'll get it up there. I believe it's Lost Joystick Network on on YouTube. We'll that we'll, might be why we couldn't get it to work. We don't even know the handle on. Well, it could be. <laughs> no, there was something else going on there, but but ultimately that will also be a place where people will be able to listen to this unedited and uh, and it'll be stored there too. So yes. pretty cool. I'm uh, looking forward to that. And then if you want to email us. The email is info at lostjoysticknetwork.com. And uh, you know, I think we need to work on a new promo. We got the new we got the new studio going, right? Got the new schedule going. Gonna try and be more consistent. I think we need a new uh I think we need a new uh Maybe we'll start calling it the Sean test. Yeah, yeah. Instead <laughs> the of the Sean test. The Sean test. The Sean he's test. Our, he's our inaugural winner. Yeah, he is. So I don't know if I want to I don't know if I want to uh, The Bone Storm champion. Yeah. That's better. No, I don't know. So we'll see. But anyway, I'm probably going to come up with another contest. We'll figure out. Maybe we'll give something away here, and, and it'll be an actual thing instead of some ambiguous thing. It will not be, and I will I will repeat, it will not be my copy of The Wizard on VHS. What about my copy? I got a copy. I'll, I'll, Where I'll is it? Go. It's right here. Where? Right here. The one that came off the shelf here? No. I have video my, evidence of I brought it. this with me. I have video evidence of that going from here to here. evidence of Matt grabbing some shit earlier. Yeah, from behind me on my shelf. Yeah. Possession's nine-tenths of the law, my All friend. Right. Yeah, well, it's in my space. I'm going to call the cops. So <laughs> with that, to Tom. with that, I will bid you adieu. Until next time, go out there, have fun, be safe, and be excellent to each other. <laughs>